There we go. Everything's working, I think. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, not actually heroes. Cataclysm. Saturday nights. We're having fun. Right. Everybody having fun. I'm here having fun. Okay, so I it did run a little late. I was playing Beat Saber and got distracted, and then I had a bunch of take issues. So sorry about that. But uh, we're up and going. Uh, so last time, um, from what I remember happening, you guys played a lot of festival games. Uh, you met a couple of really interesting ladies who were having an argument about going out on the town. Um, so that was fun. And you met the assistant to the Duke who kind of put you guys on a task uh, for the Duke that he was supposed to take care of. And after that, I think you went and talked to the head of the uh, Adventurers Guild at some point there about, you know, uh, cooperating with them on this, this endeavor. And you spent quite a bit of time trying to track down a dwarf that was staring at you while you guys were at the tavern. Um, I forgot about him. But you never found that guy. You you tried to qu question the cook, um, and when you came back, of course, he had disappeared. So um, I think where we're at is you guys are at the inn and waking up for the day and seeing where you guys want to go from there. Actually, if you guys want to go see the Duke or uh, scour the city, you can do like a dragnet episode over the the. The city of Dagger, Daggerford here, looking for this dwarf some more. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So I think we talked about last time going to talk to the Duke. Right? So we talked to Cristilli last time, and mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna do some work for the Duke and tell him that we work for the Daggerford Adventures Guild. After we finish the work for him, to get him to send some more work back that way. Oh, and we learned Harrison's last name. You did, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Harrison and this uh, Adventurer's Guild master also has some type of background, or at least they know each other in some aspect. So. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I expect Adam's character, Prugwin, to be downstairs just slamming <clears throat> down bruise, right? First <laughs> thing in the morning. You, you know the old story where uh, the the kid gets caught smoking the dad's cigars, <laughs> and then the dad makes him finish the entire box to yep. teach him a lesson where he gets sick of it? That's pretty much Prugwin right, right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've got I just can't wait till JD gets back to the group and then let's uh, Prugwin try his family's recipe for alcohol. I mean, I would like to try it, so <laughs> if you've got any, you know, actually made. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, well, what do we say? Uh, we head off to I mean, are we all downstairs at this point? I would think so, unless anybody says different. Uh, yeah, I'm what do you say we uh, head off and talk to the Duke about these uh, 
missing children. All right. So uh, you you guys finish off breakfast and head out uh, onto the streets there. Um, there's a lot of like just litter on the ground and stuff from the uh, festival activities the night before. Um, there's uh, quite a few people moving about. Uh, some people look like they may be feeling a little under the weather. Maybe they had a little too much fun the night before. Um, sun is shining, just peeking up over the the rooftops and you can feel like it's already warm. Um, you, you can tell it's summer as, as soon as you walk out the door, the sun is barely shining and the heat just kind of hits you. Uh, DM, before we actually, before we head out of the, the Bander Hobbs bat, um, yep. can I just inquire real fast as to whether or not, uh, Fiven had showed up for work that day? Yep. So, um, you go over and you find, uh, let me find her name here. Uh, Millie? Is that yes. Miley? Yeah. Uh, uh, Miley, yes. Uh, Miley, uh, you, you find her, uh, back behind the bar there, uh, just, you know, polishing some glasses, getting ready for the day. Um, Miley, did, uh... Fiven show up for work today. You know, he did not, and I really didn't expect him to after everything that had transpired. Um, luckily, our sous chef is was right on his heels in abilities. Um, otherwise, we would be really hurting at this point. Um, I don't know what it is he is into, or exactly how that ties in with your group, but at least I am not without since he's decided to run away. I, I, I figured as much. Uh, well, I I hope he shows up. Uh, if he does, would you uh, just let us know? Of course, I will. And if there's any other employees you would like to run off uh, just let me know, and I will uh, arrange that meeting for you. Ah, appreciated so much. I'll leave. I imagine you just kind of straight, like, <laughs> stiff, turn, and walk away. <laughs> um, all right, so as you guys exit uh, onto the streets, uh, you make your way north uh, to towards Old Town there, and to the Resteps district uh, where the castle is located there. Uh, the castle is pretty much, it's not quite in the center of town. It's just north of center of the town. Um, but it is easily spotted as it has very tall walls around it inside the city here. Um, there's the gate that is on the southwest corner. Uh, the main road just kind of leads right up to it. The gates All stand right. open during the daytime, so uh, there's nothing that really impedes your entry into the, the castle there. I want to hang uh, uh, over by Siltoris and uh, just ask him as we're walking. Uh, you know, I, I noticed you didn't um, 
partake in any of the festival games last night. Um, you feeling all right? Just not in a not in a festive mood. Uh, yeah, I don't. We we don't we don't have the games at home. I didn't really know what to play. Well, there's always tonight. Yeah. Which one should I play though? You know, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing uh, you and Prugwin take each other on in that punch drunk game. I don't. Does Prugwin throw up in his mouth a little bit whenever? (laughs) (laughs) I imagine this is now like McCall and Harry Dwarves. This is going to be a thing. For the rest of the game. <laughs> yes. uh, I, uh, I don't. I don't want to punch Brugman. He, he's a he, he's a friend. Why would we punch him? Uh, it's just a game. It's just um. Just 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 a little. You know what? We'll we'll talk about it tonight. Okay. Yeah. And then I guess before one more, I just want to talk to Alaric real fast. Say, um, you know, did you want to go talk to the Duke? Were there any other? I'm trying to recall. Were there any other leads you had on on Jork at this time? I I didn't know. I mean, we can talk to the Duke definitely. I haven't been to this town before, but no, I I don't have. I don't have any other leads right now. Right. Just that just that he's missing. Right. Right. So uh, you guys, then I guess uh, go make it to the... Okay. So you you approach uh, the you come through the front gate and there is a a courtyard that kind of runs around the castle. Uh, it's it's a nice grassy area. Uh, the green kind of pops f- as you walk through the gates from the you know the cobblestone streets and the buildings that are made of stone and wood. Uh, very very little grass found throughout the rest of the city. Um, there's a, a cobblestone walkway that ru- runs right up to the, like the southwestern edge of the building, where there is like a cornered like double door entrance. With two guards standing on each side, and as you approach them, uh, one of them says, "What is your business at the castle today?" I had a conversation with uh, Zhao Zhu the other night, and um, he asked us to stop by and uh, check in on a few things. Is he around? One moment, and he opens the uh, one of the doors, and it creaks open as he kind of steps inside. And you're kind of just left outside with the the other guard, who's just—he's not really looking at you. He's just staring off into the distance. Um, a few moments go past, <clears> and <throat> um, the guard comes back out with um, another gentleman, an, a gnome. It's it's not uh, Zalzu, but it is uh, someone dressed kind of like Zalzu, um, very formal. Um, like kind of a like a suit uh with the, with the, like a tie and his 
His hair is like black and combed over and, you know, no, very short. Uh, he's like, uh, yes, uh, you, uh, come with me, please. Yes. And he pushes the door open. The guards tower over this guy as, as they're, they're just humans, though. I mean, they don't tower over you guys. So I say, do I tower over all the guards? <laughs> you tower over them for sure. Um, as you walk inside, uh, castle is very nicely decorated. It is what you would really expect. Um, he leads you down the main corridor there and uh, immediately takes a left. Uh, there seems to be a lot of offices in this area. Um, as he leads you down to uh, a corner office and uh, knocks on the door. Zaozu, um, I have uh, some... And he turns around and says... He looks at, looks up at you, looks down. Uh, some adventurers to see you? And you hear from the other side, Yes, let them in right now. And he pushes the door open, uh, kind of has to turn the knob and push the door open as it is, um, you know, a normal-sized door. He says, right, right in this way. As you as you file in, the office is very nicely decorated, although it looks strange. Um, the office is very large. It is a, and it's a corner office, so there's several windows. Uh, there's bookshelves, a desk, but everything looks smaller than it should, uh, smaller than you would expect. The room looks, you know, three times bigger than it should because the furniture is so small. And behind the desk, you see Zalzu sitting there uh, with some papers, uh, kind of shuffling them around. He puts them to the side. He's, he's looking through, and finally, uh, Malnox's character walks through, and he says, Oh, yes. Uh, Zalzu came over. Uh, you had mentioned uh, some professors that we might talk to to get some more information about... Uh, the matter we had discussed last night. Uh, could you point us in the direction? These are my compatriots. Gesture to everyone. Yes, it's very well. Um, yeah, the uh, the college. It is where we had the speech last night. Do you, do you remember? Yes. Where we talked. It is right there. Uh, the, the the college is is right behind the stage where where the where the Duke had his speech. You should be able to meet with any of the professors there. Is there a professor in particular we should be looking for? Anyone in particular? You, I know you said there was four children missing from the academy. Do they all have a common professor, maybe? Um, that, that, I, that I would not know, but uh, the headmaster would be able to uh, answer those questions. Is, is there anything shiny, like, on the wall that would distract Zoltoris and make him want to... Yeah, I mean, he would have several different, like, pictures and different, like, um, just uh, decorative things on the wall. Yeah, I would, I would be, like, walking around playing with them almost, like... <clears throat> Because, because I I imagine like me being as big as I am and all the furniture and stuff being as it's almost like a kid playing with like dollhouse furniture. It is. It is. It's quite, it's quite like that. Yeah, you're kind of just 
You can probably just rest your arm on top of the bookcase, you know? <laughs> I, I would be like picking things up and like playing with, like looking at them, trying to figure out why they're so small. As Zazu's talking to you, he's he keeps looking over at uh, at uh, Kyle's character. He's like, "Could you put that down, please? Put the, put it down. <laughs> it is very then expensive." To, then I go to something else and uh, yes, um, uh, Headmaster uh, Faldor. Headmaster Faldor. He, sh now, he should be able to answer you all your questions, direct you to the professors, and, uh... Can we just walk in and request an audience with this headmaster? The gate, um, should be open, uh, to the front office. Um, it is open most of the time as there are several, uh, tourists that, uh, like to see the old, uh, the old, um, uh, cathedral, yes. You seem a little, a little sh shaken up, Zazu. Is everything all right? Yeah, yes, everything's fine. Uh, it is just... Uh, the situation is nerve-wracking. Uh, it needs to be taken care of. Uh, should have already been taken care of. But yes, it needs to be taken care of. Um, you guys can do that, right? Well, I'm confident in our abilities and our track record. Uh, you say it should have already been taken care of. I mean, have you sent other adventuring parties out looking that have come back empty-handed? Is there... What do you mean when you say it should have been taken care of? Uh, we hired... Okay, I hired some mercenaries to, to look into it. Um, I, I think they took the money and left. Um... All right. Um, well, but I feel good about you guys. You you look honest. You're not gonna. You, I haven't given you any money either, so that's good. At, the, at this point, uh, Laura kind of steps forward and he says, "Sir, you, you can be assured we will not steal your money from you. If you ask us to complete a task, we will complete that task for you." That is great to hear. And uh, hopefully we'll save my job. I, I mean, uh, that the children will be okay. Yes. Right. Uh, uh, Zazu, do you have uh, names or descriptions of these mercenaries that you hired? Um, no, I do not. Uh, they were dirty looking... Um, had armor. One of them had a bandana. There was a scar. I don't know. They're really were, tall. Were any of them dwarves? Dwarves. He, he said they were... Uh, I guess for children, dwarves can be tall. So dwarves, he's not a child. He's a I, gnome. I thought we were finding his friends from school. No, no. So we'll talk later. <laughs> I, uh, I think one of them was a dwarf. Yes. Hmm. 
How long ago was this? Like uh, a week ago. And and you met them where? I met them at um, one of the um, the the pubs. Um, and not not a good place to meet. Was uh, it uh, the Bander Hobbs Bat by chance? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was um, the Smiling Dragon. Smiling Dragon. I look over at Brogman and go, "Hey, they <coughs> children in pubs now." Oh, oh. sorry, I got oh. something to throw out there. So he said, what, what did he say? He said something about me. What? You said something. I I didn't know you were allowed in pubs. Why wouldn't I be allowed in a pub? Did you drink the water? I, I, yeah, why would you go to a pub to drink water? I didn't, I'm very confused. Zazu, they're talking about the water whiskey oh stuff like that i meant uh yes i drink that uh on occasion not too much though i mean oh you're not gonna tell the duke that i go to the pub often do i i mean i don't go often i is is the duke your dad no I'm so confused. We'll go talk to the headmaster, Zazu. You've been great. Thank you for your help. <sighs> he just kind of lays back in his chair like he's, just, <laughs> like he's exhausted from talking to you guys. I put like two or three things that I have in my hands from the walls <laughs> on his desk and go, you have really nice toys. <laughs> <laughs> and I put them on his desk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys head back out. Uh, the assistant there kind of leads you back out uh, to the front. Uh, do you need directions to um, to the college? I suppose it wouldn't hurt. So it is just, and again, it gives you directions. It's not very far. It's actually um, just a little like. Um, northwest of where you are, so it's not very far at all. So, um, you guys make make it there very easily. Uh, as described before, it is it has it has walls around it, but not like the castle walls. They're not quite as high. And in like behind there, what towers over them is the large cathedral that sits in the center. And there's buildings that are built around it, kind of like in a U shape. Um, so as you, as you go in through the front gates, um, you immediately have, um, a pathway that leads towards the cathedral's front entrance. And there's also a pathway that leads over to the building to the right that has like a very, um, welcoming type of entrance to it. Like it's a front door. <laughs> well, we head towards the welcoming front door. 
Okay. So you head over there and open the door and walk in. And as you walk in, it is... I kind of picture almost like Hogwarts-ish. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, you can tell it's a school uh, as you walk in. And there is that, like, a, a, like a front uh, office there where there is... Um, a lady sitting behind the desk uh, looks look like she's half elven, like um, strawberry blonde hair, uh, kind of pulled back into uh, a ponytail braid, and you know just plain like clothes and just sitting behind a desk. Uh, yes, uh, may I help you? Uh, if you are looking for um, the cathedral, it is the next building over. We're actually looking for a uh, headmaster Faldor. Is he available? I oh, um, I will check. Um, she kind of looks through something. Um, he doesn't have anything on the calendar at the moment. I can check to see if he is uh, available for a meeting. Uh, may uh, I say what it is about? Yes, uh, we were sent over here by uh, Zalzu some business the duke would like taken care of at the school oh oh yeah yes yes uh of course she looks very uncomfortable after you say that uh, yeah one moment please and she gets up and goes uh through there's uh there's a door off to your right and uh there's a door off to your left she gets up and goes to the door to the left there are a couple of like very nice cushiony couches um, and various chairs sitting around uh, if, if anybody wants to sit down. Uh, she she goes through the door to the left and it's about a couple of minutes later she comes back out with uh, an older gentleman. Um, he stands probably about six and a half feet tall and um, a white beard, but it only comes down to just, you know, past his neck. He has, like, glasses on that are just little round glasses that kind of flip to the nose. And wearing, like, um, these, like, gray robes with, like, a, like a streak of blue down the, the front. He says, Gentlemen, please come back to my office. We can discuss matters privately. So, as you funnel back into his office, uh, a juxtaposition from the office that you had just been into. This is normal size. Everything looks nice and, and normal. He he kind of steps back behind the desk and sits down. There are various like contraptions, I will say, around some things that look just odd. Um, like shiny little objects, uh, lots of books, and um, just a couple of chairs. Not not enough for the entire uh, crew to sit down in. He sits down behind the desk and uh, is looking at contraptions. Yeah, <laughs> you're just poking at things. So. You're here on the Duke's behalf. Uh, yes. 
we were sent here by uh, Zauzu, who asked us to investigate uh, <clears throat> several disappearances that have occurred uh, here at the Academy. I must say, this is a very serious matter. We've had four children go missing. All students of this academy. What information can you give us? Do we have names of these children? Is there anything that might tie them together? Aside from their enrollment here. There is nothing that is a commonality between them. They were all roughly around the same age. Um, If they were all around the same age, isn't isn't that a commonality between them? That would be the only commonality of this, besides that they are students here. And they have four distinct genders. Interesting. <laughs> they also have appendages in odd. I wasn't gonna go that far. And while I'm saying this, I would like to, and I mean, violate. <laughs> I want, I want my touching of his books to send shivers down somebody's spine. I'm just petting them, maybe, maybe even pretending to smell with what. Could possibly be my nose. <laughs> While uh, Siltors is just poking at various objects, we've got another uh, another uh, party member molesting the bookshelves. Uh, <laughs> uh, Laric is looking around, just a little stunned by, by the rest of the party's behavior at this point. If there's any water around, Progwin's sniffing it. <laughs> I I feel as if this is a joke. Um, we are an eclectic bunch, to be sure, but uh, we will get the job done, nonetheless. Um, these the students were they all in the same year of study? Did they share any professors? They were. They shared classes. Um, We don't really have years of study, but more classes that you advance into here. And the classes they were in? I would say that some of them would have shared classes, yes. And what classes would they have shared? And not that I have those written out, but he would uh, he would have those. You just rattle them off, you know. Okay. Craft and wizardry. Um, yeah, I didn't know if there was some advanced you know, en- enchantments. Uh, <laughs> something about the school of magic that they're studying. Yes. Yep. Okay. Can you give us any more information aside from four students are gone from the college and we have no idea where? That's not much to go on, uh, Headmaster. 
four completely unique students. Yes, four completely unique students gone missing. They didn't disappear all at the same time. Well, there's something. One at a time, they begin to disappear. Over how long? Over the course of a month. And how long since the? How long is the? the when was the first one taken? How many weeks ago? Four to five weeks ago. So um, the, the, the last one was taken as recently as last week, I would assume. Yes. Were they were they taken about a week apart? Or was there like a week where two were taken and then a gap week? The first two were taken pretty far apart. Uh, the first one was about five weeks ago and then the next one was about roughly about three weeks ago and then the other two were almost gone within the same week uh, since then it has it has been quiet uh, no more children have disappeared and uh, even even with the guards you know doubled and watching um Still, these children just dis disappeared. Do we uh, know where each one was last seen? Uh, from my notes here, I, I mean, I they, assume they didn't like just disappear in front of somebody. Like they were seen, left, and then never came back. So they have dormitories that they stay in, and um, the last one to see them were fellow classmates, and then they disappear. Would it be possible to interview these classmates? If you think it will help, yes. Mm. You see, if they if they may have uh, had a change in disposition or uh, habits maybe they knew something was coming mm. it's possible yes we must interview the entire school what, what time of day the children disappeared in the evening um, at night Were there signs of struggle? Uh, anything missing? Were there personal belongings left behind or taken as well? No belongings were taken. There was no sign of struggle. Did they all I say... Will say... I will say this. I'm no detective, but, and it is not uncommon for students to use magic in their own dormitories, but 
I did some detect magic spells and magic had been used in the rooms recently. What kind of magic? Teleportation. So it could be someone who is gifted with magical abilities. Hmm. Where where are the uh where are the doors at? They are um, on the other side of the cathedral. Did all of these students stay in the same dorm? Were these students male and female? All male? All female? Mostly or... male. One female. <laughs> I put a pout on my mask because I was pretty proud of my four distinct genders. <laughs> Look at uh, <coughs> Alaric and Exile. I uh, I think I would like to go to the dorms. I'm sure there's a bathroom much closer to the doors. Go interview some children. Ah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let me get one of the professors to accompany you. Um, one moment and he puts his hand on an orb and closes his eyes and the orb kind of lights up red and kind of flashes a little bit and then he uh, pulls his hand away uh, Lurleen will be with you shortly she um, knew all of the children. Um, she was one of their professors and may be able to give you insight on something that I cannot give you insight on, the day-to-day -day activities of the children. Wonderful. Thank you for your help. Has there been any... In been any recent acquisitions to the staff? No. Prior to this missing? No. No, not, not for not for some years now. So uh, a few moments go by and a knock on the door. Enter, please. Um, a blonde elf, uh, long hair, probably halfway down her back, uh, walks in. And um, she says, Headmaster, you summon me. Yes, uh, these gentlemen are here to look into the disappearance of the children. You are to escort them throughout the school and answer any questions that they have. And her name was? Uh, Lurleen. She bows. This way, gentlemen. Before Huck leaves, yeah. go up to... Big whiz. 
Would you like to take a little book around? Info share? Hmm? Whiz to whiz? Maybe once this situation is over, we could look into academics. Okay, I put the <laughs> Okay. All right, so uh, Lorlene uh, leads you out into the office there, and she says, um, where would you like to begin? Uh, I would like to go to the dorms. Very well. She leads you out the front door, across the courtyard in front of the cathedral, over on the other side, there are um, like several little they're tall but they're smaller than the other building that you came out of um, they're just kind of across from each other and there's like a little road that kind of goes down in between them there's a gate that is kind of around that area too a smaller gate and she leads you through it um, as she's walking outside she says um, these are the dormitories uh, Rim, which is the first one to disappear, he was in this one. He points to the first one on the left there. Um, you, just uh, are there windows going into the room? Yes, you see windows all about the the. She's yes, there uh, all the windows that you see there. Um, uh, do you know which uh, which window would have been theirs? Uh, See, she points up to the third floor, kind of not completely central, but like on the right side of the building. Uh, are there any like trees, wildlife in this area, birds? There are there are trees, um, kind of around the buildings, um, not right up against them, but do those trees have like bird nests and things in them? Uh, you'd have to roll a perception on that one, uh, just to see if you can hear birds chirping. Or I'm okay with that. I'd I'd be looking for any kind of like animal signs, not just necessarily birds. But, oh, worth fall off the game table. Uh, that is a thirteen plus. Hey guys, this is what I'm talking about. It just stopped working. Uh, perception, you said? Yep. That is a dirty 20. Um, okay, so you hear some birds chirping as you kind of go over and you're kind of looking up at the trees and stuff. You could probably spot a bird's nest. Probably. I look up to the bird and go, Hey, uh, buddy, mind, uh, mind coming down and having a little chat? Flies well, down. You. So make a animal handling check as you're trying to call the bird to you. <laughs> I love that you didn't even skip a beat. Straight to bird chirps, <laughs> man. It's like, bird like brain. For this game, I swear to God. <laughs> uh, that is a 17. 
17. Okay, I'm gonna... I don't know what a good animal handling check would be for a bird, but I'm gonna roll against it. Okay. So, I, the bird... <laughs> so, I have... Peach of Beast and Leaf, which gives me advantage on... Well, that's charisma checks. I don't know that that would have anything to do with animal handling. I can communicate with like plants and animals. Okay, the bird flies at you and then he swoops back up and lands on a branch and is just kind of looking at you. Uh, come on, buddy. Don't be that way. Uh, I'll help you find something, something good. And I bring out, I bring out some seeds for my, for my pocket. Okay, roll a persuasion check for the bird then. <laughs> you can have advantage. Uh, that is a 19 minus 2. 17. I'm super charismatic. 17. Okay. So, uh... Oh, well, okay. So the bird flies down and lands on you and starts eating the bird seed. I, I, when he gets down here, I cast to where I can actually understand what he's saying. Okay. Cast speak with animals. Okay. Hey, buddy. So, so as you cast that, he's like, mm, "This is good. Mm, that was good. That was better." Oh, you you like that one? Yes, I did. I can ask some more. If you'll if you'll help me, I'll I'll leave some here with you. That would be good. Uh, yeah. So uh, we have some we have some trouble going on. Some students have have disappeared. Maybe been taken. I point up to the the window that we'd got point at. One uh one lives in there. And that one right there. You think you might have uh might have seen something? He's just looking around. I when? When uh, when did I see something? That this eats uh, more birds that was good. He he disappeared uh like Five weeks ago. Uh, more have disappeared since I got a pigeon, didn't I? I couldn't get an intelligent bird. I got a pigeon. Are you, you looking for you looking for a crow? <laughs> or a raven? More of the bird, more have disappeared. The bird says, "I may have seen something. Can I have more birdseed?" I, I'll give you some, uh, before we leave. I need, I need your attention, though. Uh, this is potentially a matter of life and death for the children. Might you have seen anything suspicious out of the ordinary? Things that don't normally happen around your nest. Let me Google something real quick. Intelligence <laughs> of a pigeon. All I'm saying is Keyleth had entire intellectual conversations okay. with a tree. Okay. It was okay. Sun Tree, though. 
Just saying. Okay. Still a it tree. Says, it, Google says birds can have uh, memories up to six months old. Okay, so. Right. <laughs> I, I was about to say, <laughs> think of a... Concept of a week. And he does not have concept of a week. It's just like they have birds have time schedules. Birds understand day night cycles, which would be true. <laughs> but the concept of a week probably doesn't really. It's that's a human. At the, so, it, it says uh, it says um, the the one in that room. That boy, he throws rocks. Oh. Um. Did you notice anything uh, about the time that the rocks stopped being thrown? Because he disappeared. Anybody go into his room that normally isn't there? Something woke me up one night. Kids outside. Not not supposed to be. Not what normal. Were, what What were they doing? I don't know. What do people do? They were don't they, eat seeds. Were, I like seeds. Were they dancing? Were they playing? Were they... Did they seem scared? They were quiet, but not quiet enough to not to, to disturb me. So they were sneaking. That's yes. That's a good word. Word. This is a new word. Sneaky. Okay. Sneaky. Yeah. Almost. Almost like a fox at night. Yeah. Foxes are sneaky. Yeah. Were they? Did they go up to that that boy's room? I I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, there was. Some noise, and then some time passed, and then some sneaking. And then they they went away. Did they go in or come out of that building? Come out, yes. Did you see where they went? No, not my concern. Good. Thank you. You've been quite a help. I have more seed for you. And this keeps keeps eating I, seed. <laughs> I take some seed out and I I start to kind of scatter it on the the ground. And okay, the bird jumps down, starts eating seed. Ah, uh, what what you don't don't eat might uh might bloom and produce some more. In fact. And I reach down and I touch one and I kind of push it into the dirt. Yeah. And I use my druid craft to have it start sprouting. And it's a weed. <laughs> and I go, that, that one will produce more of the ones you like. Thank you. Yeah. All right. You have a good day, buddy. And then as you turn around, everybody's just staring at you. Because you've been talking to yourself <laughs> for the past five minutes. It's actually not that weird for everybody else because I've always talked to plants and animals in front of the people who know me. Yeah. In front of Exire and Huck. 
and Rogwin. It's really not that weird for the uh, uh, Lorleen either. Uh. <laughs> Turn around and go, uh, about the time that the first boy disappeared uh, at night, he saw, I didn't, I turn around and look back at her and go, by the way, what was your name? Name? What is names? You, you don't have friends that call you things? N no. Should I have a name? Yeah. Let's give you a name. Uh, how about... Aquarian. You look like Aquarian. <laughs> All right, the bird Aquarian. <laughs> and I turn back and go, my friend Aquarian. Yeah, that's a good name for him. Uh, he said that uh, there were some students that were outside when they shouldn't be outside. Uh, and they... They came out of this building and were trying to be very sneaky. He said they were quiet. Most people wouldn't have noticed, but he did. Did he, he say how many students? He said a group. I, I, hey, Query. I turned and he's still sitting there. Uh, how many, how many kids were there? The sneaky ones. Two. Ah, two. There were two of them. So more than just this. Uh, one, to one was louder. One, one was louder. Was he yes, like screaming? No. No. Was one was really quiet. And one was quiet, but not quiet enough. Uh, turn back and go, apparently one was uh, not as quiet as the other. Ooh. So Could more than just our missing student, Rem? Yeah. There was, there was another one. I think whatever might be happening might have to do with the students have left. Actually, Exire, you're pretty smart. Do you want to? Do you want to ask Quarian some questions? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, talking with animals is more your thing. That's something special that you have. I think I'm gonna. I let you I, hang on. I to also that. have this that I pull out a potion of animal speak with animals that I made like <laughs> three That's... weeks ago. Let's save that for uh, maybe an animal that we haven't interrogated already. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you would ask something that I wouldn't think of. Could could your friend Guarion possibly come with us and help us identify students as we are conducting interviews with the entire school? Maybe. Guarion. Uh, Damn, that's you, the second time I almost responded. <laughs> do you, uh, do you think you would know these students if you saw them again? 
maybe uh, it was dark you wanna you wanna come with us we could be friends like we were talking about earlier and come in the building yeah you could ride on my shoulder you wouldn't even have to fly if you saw if you saw one of the students you could peck me on the shoulder a little bit all right make a persuasion check <laughs> are we adopting pets <laughs> I really do want a pet. Ooh. Um, that's only a 15. Oh, uh, sorry. 13. Uh, 13. All right. I I think that would be too scary. I like outside. Okay. That's fine. We can still be friends. If I'm ever back, I'll I'll come visit. Yeah, you you are a good friend with seeds. Yes, I'll bring, I'll bring some seeds that aren't from here next time. Maybe some from far away. Maybe you'll like those. Maybe I could tell you about other sneaky children. You'll you, give me more seeds. Have you seen other sneaky children? It happened a, f a few times, same were as there, the first. Were there always two? Always two. Was one of them always similar? I know it was dark, but was one of the children always similar? Too dark. Too dark, yeah. It's hard to see in the dark. But always two. Was one always a little louder than the other? Yes, a little louder. Yeah. One time, there was one. One time there was one? Yes, a long time ago. Uh, how long ago? There's no way in the world that he could answer that question. <laughs> before, before the, the boy here. Before the first, yes. What did, what did he do? Did he do the same? Sneak in, sneak out? Sneaky. No. Went to the cathedral. Cathedral. The big building. Yeah. Old building. He he just went did, did you see what building yeah. he came from? Hang on, where's one thing? We have a Dino. Dino there. Oh, it's a T Rex. <laughs> Look, it's Baker. Baker wishes you were that cool. <laughs> All right, sorry. What was the question? I asked if if he had come from one of the other buildings to go to the cathedral. I don't know. You just saw him go to the cathedral. Yes. 
turn and tell, look at the group and go, apparently there was a, a one before all of these started happening. Boys snuck out and went to the cathedral. Are you sure it was a boy? I, I believe so. Turn and go. You, you said boy, right, Warren? I, d I don't know. I don't know if it was a boy. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a girl. What? One, one child went to the cathedral. Lurleen, has there been anyone missing before these four children? Has this ever happened before? Someone wandered away and maybe been found after? No, um... I mean, it's not uncommon for the children to, you know, sneak out of the dorms and, you know, do random things, but, um, exactly. we haven't had anyone missing. Hmm. Exactly. Yes. What if the, the first boy isn't missing because he's the one taking the others? Not like, not like taking them for himself, but maybe like someone is using him to do, or the first child, sorry, it may not be a boy, but maybe someone is using them to do their bidding, having them bring the other children to, to them. Maybe they met in the cathedral that first night. So guys, uh, just roll a general perception check, everyone. As you guys are just hanging out here, just to see what's going on big, around you. Big, big five. 21. Ooh. Perception is kind of my thing. Yeah, not my thing. Very Ooh, imperceptive. Huh. Buck, anything? <laughs> 17. 17. Uh, all right, so highest wins this one. Uh, uh. Um, as you guys are kind of just... Um, talking to this bird and just hanging out like in the, you know, courtyard of the dormitories here. Um, you kind of glance over to the side and you see an older gentleman, um, like graying hair, skinny, um, holding like a broom. Um, and he's just kind of looking at you guys from across the courtyard courtyard and when he sees you staring back at him he, he kind of he kind of turns back away and starts sweeping uh you know the steps Bilch. does he have a cat with him uh, he does not have a cat <laughs> so so he's he's turned away uh yeah he turns he turns away from you and he's he's just sweeping the, the stairs there how far i'd say he's probably like the third dormitory down, so mm, probably I don't know seven, eight hundred feet away from you guys, or pretty good distance away. Uh, I'm going to sneak towards him immediately. You're going to sneak towards him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Russ always throwing me a curveball. I I was just looking up spells actually. Do I just need to open it? 
Russ goes into secret operative mode. Uh, roll a stealth check. <laughs> yes. No, natural 20. Okay, so somehow Huck sneaks away from the group. No one notices, and he's just like, he sneaks off. Like, he's on the dorms to the left. You kind of sneak around the dorms to the right, and you make your way around behind him, so. What are you trying to do? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to sneak up on him or charm, charm him. Oh, you're going to sneak behind him and charm him. Okay. Okay. It's only 30 feet, so I got to get within range. <laughs> okay. So from across the way, we'll say like you could be like 30 feet away. So, so well, what's the I save? Really love to be. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it is uh, hmm. component duration. Oh, wisdom thirteen. He he rolls a natural fifteen. So he uh, he feels something, and then he kind of turns around, and looks at you, and you see his eyes just kind of go wide. As, as he kind of knows what you've cast at him and oh. he sees your face as well, which is also a little shocking. He's like, so you're telling him to come towards you. All right, so make an intimidation check. Oh, man. Three. <laughs> uh, All right, we're going to roll against it just to see. He just goes. I can tackle you. I may look old, but I have some giddy up in my go. What do you want? Only words. With my friends. Over there. They will. Splendid. He walks with you back towards the group. You guys didn't notice uh, Huck leave, but you do notice him walk back with this elder gentleman. Who is your friend, Huck? This is... Laureline says, This is Jalen, uh, the custodian. Jalen. Lurling. Hello, Jalen. Hello, oh, sir. Right. So, I noticed Jalen look 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 a little <clears throat> shady. When he was looking at us. He was looking at us. Oh, oh yes. You guys look odd. Um, I, did, I didn't know why you were here. 
You're not children, and you're over next to the dormitories. Janitor and police. I'm going to turn to the girl. He needs a raise. We also have a teacher with us. Mm. That should have probably eased suspicion. Yeah. Lowland, yes. Uh, Jalen, have you seen anything strange going on over the past couple of weeks around these dormitories? Children being out of bed when they're not supposed to, wandering in the grounds. I have not. I, um, uh, I'm not here after hours on the campus. Uh, Is there a night custodian? No, no. Uh, Jalen takes care of everything during the day. The guards questioned him. Hmm. <clears throat> I uh, turn to Siltoris and I say... Do you still have that vial, Siltoris? I, uh, I do. And then we have earrings on this character, right? You do, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I use my, I say I do, and then I use my earrings to say, it's, uh, it's fairly easy to save against, though. Well, it, might be worth a shot. He doesn't seem like someone with a particularly strong constitution, I say in my earring. Yeah. To the group. There's just I, this odd silence <laughs> in the air. I start rummaging, just looking around. I start rummaging through my pockets and I'm pulling out things and I pull yeah. out a, a, a thorn, a stick with some thorns on it, and go, no, we don't want to hurt him. That's not what we want. <laughs> oh, no, that, that... And then I pull, yeah, that's the one. Well, either that's the one that'll... Yeah, I think this is the one. He shouldn't be too worried. <laughs> uh, Jalen, would you be open to answering some questions for us. Um, of course I would. And you were totally forthcoming when the guards asked you questions. Yes, they asked me if I knew anything about the children. And like I told them, I told you I'd, I'm not here all hours of the day and nothing happened odd during the daytime. Yes. Would you be willing to answer those questions again with uh, the help of this harmless potion here that will just ensure you're telling Is, us the truth? Can I, can I do 
an insight check, but I'm not trying to figure out. I'm not trying to figure out if he's lying to us or telling us the truth or any. I just want to like. Siltorus standing in front of this guy. Is he? Does he seem shady, shaky, like weird, or does he, you know, seem normal? Yeah. Okay. I, I I just want like a basic vibe kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. I'm not trying to like figure anything huge out. Uh -huh. Um. That is a eighteen. Um, he seems nervous um, you can tell that you know he's a bit awkward just as Naturally. he presents himself like just around people he, he does seem a little nervous to you And I'm, I'm just holding the vial in front of me. I, I don't, I, I can, I can, I can do that if, if I need to. He looks at Laura Lane. Says, Laura, this is completely up to you, Jalen. Um, you, d you don't have to. It would definitively clear your name, though, if you do agree. Yes, won't you think of the children? He reaches out and takes the vial. And drinks it. What's the save? It's a constitution saving throw of 11. Mm. It's not great. It's, okay. it's a serum. I'm not gonna tell you what I rolled. Yeah, but. no, you don't. You don't have to tell us. It's not yeah. like it's not like zone of truth where I would know. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, did you get it all down, buddy? Hands you the vial back. I suppose we should establish a baseline then. Uh, what's your name? Jalen Norris. And what is your occupation, Jalen Norris? I am the custodian at the Daggerford Academy of the Arcane. And do you have any other occupations? I, I, I do not hobbies, but no occupations. What hobbies do you have, Jalen? I, I read uh, quite a bit. What do you like to read? I read about uh, the magical art in arcane arts. Are you yourself a magic practitioner, Jalen? No, no. Just I don't have the uh, don't have the skill for it. Hmm. 
on the evenings that the children have disappeared, were you near the academy? I, I was, I was at home. I live not on the campus here, but in the town. Do, uh, do you know anything about the children's disappearances that you're not telling everybody? They they weren't the nicest children. They 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 did make fun of me quite a bit. You didn't answer the question. I, I, they disappeared. I I don't know any more than that. You what? know. Potentially, why they disappeared? You may not know how, but maybe you know why they disappeared, or who may have been taking. So, roll a persuasion check <clears throat> with disadvantage at this point. So. Shit. Well, good job, Diz. Uh, you took away a nat 20. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other one wasn't bad. It was an 18. But with minus two, that's still only a 16. Well, I know it's the kids that went missing. Uh, they were they were, they were mean kids. They, they picked on a lot of people, a lot of other kids. Laura, you're avoiding the answer, though. Tell me, all you got to do is tell me that you don't know why they were, why they disappeared or who took them. Can you say that? I, I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't know I don't know for sure who took them. For sure. So you have a hunch. I, I, I don't know. I... Lorelai says, Jalen, do you, do you know something? I look... I look over at it and go, see the, the serum, if if he failed. Did, did the girl, did the girl that, that, that speaks to you, does she know something? You have a girl that speaks to you? The girl. The girl. Jalen just kind of shrinks away a little bit, and, uh, Jerling, or Loraline says, um, Yes, um, uh, an odd little girl, uh, Rosina, she, she's been known to speak with Jalen, um, she doesn't have a lot of friends, 
I look while she's talking, I look up at Jalen and go, Yeah. It strikes me that you didn't answer her question. Does this Rosina know anything? Before he answers, I lean over to Sotoris and I say, Did we remember to tell him what happens if he lies when he takes that potion? Oh, it's 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 an excruciating death. Uh, I'm gonna need you to roll a deception check on that one. <laughs> I get advantage for just, just straight, me? just straight roll, straight <laughs> roll on that one. It is a natural ten. Natural so eight. ten. So uh, eight. eight. An eight. I've not heard of a potion like that. I've studied lots of books on the dark arts, and there's nothing I've read of a potion like that. Yeah, that dark arts. That's a a druid specialty. You see, we don't don't live in y'all's cities or uh, work in y'all's form of magic. That's something I whipped up myself. We didn't get it from any of your book learning. Let's back up, though. You said you've read a lot about the dark arts, Jalen. That's a interesting topic of study. Hold on. Before we get too far, I still want to know. Does the girl who talks to you know something more about the kid's disappearance? I don't, I don't know. You'd have to ask her that. Uh, Has she told she... you things? that leads you to believe she might know? Roll a intimidation check. Can I, uh, <laughs> can I buff up? <laughs> no, my strength. <laughs> Use my strength? No, because you didn't, you didn't buck up on him as you were asking him. You just asked him. So. 13. 13. I'm really bad at freaking charisma, scary. guys. I have a seven <laughs> charisma. The, the children, they, they pick on her. The ones that went missing. Or some of them that, did, that picked on her. They... She she just wants to she just wants to come here and learn and be a normal kid and the other kids that are cruel. I holding my staff, I look at the head of the snake. I slither. And the the head of the snake turns into an actual snake and starts dancing in front of me. I, I didn't ask if the kids get done. I asked if she might know more about their disappearance. If I she told you. you to believe that she might know more. She she hasn't said anything to me about that. Uh, I'm going to look at Sotoris and just draw one of my scimitars and say, this is useless. I can make J- the child talk. J- Jalen. Jalen, is it? Yes. You, you, you are aware that... Um, people like us the various races here and sizes that we didn't just stumble into this academy 
for the sheer fact of we enjoyed a nice stroll. We're here for a reason. And if you can't or refuse to aid in that reason, I can't guarantee that you'll still be working here when we leave. You may not even be breathing when we leave. Roll another intimidation check. <laughs> this poor janitor. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm only on it because it's kids involved and Diz keeps kind of trying to circle away from the questions, not answer <laughs> the questions. And that's the trick to the truth serum is you don't answer directly. You circle yeah. around it. For sure. So I rolled a 17 plus three. So dirty 20. I'm not looking to lose my job over this. Uh, I, I, I don't know any, I don't know who took the, those children. I, I, I know that they were, they're, they're mean kids and, and what, the, and how they treated Rosina is, is, is unforgivable. And, you know, she has lots, she has lots of questions, but, um, uh, she she wants to know a lot, lot about a lot of things that I've read about, but things like the things. dark arts that you read about, Jalen. Yes. She asked. She asked questions that are. I. I. I you share. No, she, she, she. It's it's, it's she most most actually about like where I get the books and how I know these things and the history. She she just wants to know about the history of these things, not. And you share information about the dark arts with the child. I I. I I, I tell her what I know of the history of them. I, I have no skill in this. You I, have I, no skill, but this child is at a school for magic. She does. Can and I, you share the information with her. I told her where I got the books that I that I've read. Which would lead her to go get the books and where were those books Jalen from the cathedral from the library here on campus I, I would like to uh, to ask a question about uh, something that you said after you felt like you were going to lose your job or worse you, you've told us that the uh things that the four children did to her were unforgivable. What could they have possibly done to a child of their age that is so unforgivable? He looks at the elf and says, I wouldn't think someone like you would understand something like that. 
It takes someone who's lived a life like mine or Rosina's to understand how cruel people can be. <laughs> so, so you think that just because of my race that I don't know what hardship is? No, because that of I'm... your pretty armor, your pretty bow there. I have lived longer than you've probably even contemplated life. And I've seen and done things. I've been put through things that has caused me to lose sleep at night. And I have no problem putting someone in, my, in their place or down that tries to put me in mine. I asked you a question. I won't ask again. I told you my answer. You I cannot understand. Lorlane says, Whoa, uh, this is getting out of hand. Jalen. If the things that you told this girl have led to the death, potentially, of these four children, I promise you, you will lose this job. You will end up in jail. And if not, you will meet justice. Rosina could not have done anything to these children. Why? Because she's your friend? You do not know her. She's Just the like kindest child. Of course I don't know you. But you speculate what we are or what we are not. You can tell those that come from a better life. Those that can stand up for themselves. Those who are uh aren't socially awkward, aren't constantly feeling like they're in the wrong spot. Is that what you're talking about? He just kind of stares up at you. So... Where can we find Rosina? Laureline says she would most likely be in class right now. And can you extract her from class? We can go check if you put away your weapons. <laughs> looks over at Exire and uh forgive me I've Galen Galen has slipped my mind there <laughs> I know it's not JD I'm sorry yeah she's not I'm here sorry. right now <laughs> oh. right before I sheath my weapon I want to cast message to Jalen hmm? you may not know anything about me you may assume much, 
but I promise you, if those children have been harmed and you in any way are an accessory to that and you've withheld information, losing your job is the least of your worries. And then I sheathed my sword. He responds back to you because he can. Yeah, exactly. He says, told you what I know. The girl's curious. The kids picked on her. Maybe you'll find more clues in the library. Then I shall look there. I'll turn to Lurleen and say, could you see if it's possible to have Rosina fetched and brought to us in the library? Yes. um, I will escort you. I will send a message uh, for her to be brought to the library. Thank you. This way. Uh, I would like to take our new friend by the arm. I don't feel like it's a good idea to leave him just to do whatever he wants. Oh. Fair enough. I don't know. Can I do that without having to grapple him? Because I'll grapple a bit, but... <laughs> I mean, you can put your arm around him and try coax him to go with you. There we go. Um, but you'll need to make a persuasion check. <laughs> okay. Ugh, I too have a seven charisma. Yeah, he, he kind of <laughs> slips. He slips your arm and just kind of steps back. I reach up and grab him. I just make a grapple check then. Grab his arm and go, I think he, uh, I think what my friend Huck was saying was you were coming with us. Well, so, so Taurus, would it be wise, though, to put him in the same place with her? I think it would not be wise for him to be able to go do whatever he may Oh, I, if he I, is involved. I agree, but if she has magic, that will allow them to talk amongst themselves without our knowledge. They do not need to be in the same room together. True. I'll look at her and go, there's somewhere he can stay maybe watched while we're getting to the bottom of this as he seems to potentially have some part um we could take him to the office you have you have guards 
Yeah, right. I've doubled up on the guards. There's some guards outside of the campus. Um, we could possibly get one of them to watch him. I don't know if they would. Um, we can take him to the office. I mean, it, if no matter how we look at it, he's guilty. Now, he may not be guilty of the children's disappearances, or he may, but he is guilty of filling a young girl's head full of spells and knowledge far above her status to use them. Jayla says, you don't know what you're talking about. She... The questions she asked, she, she, she knew more than I did. Oh, we don't, we don't know what we're talking about. And I look out over at the, the teacher that's with us and go, so it must be everyday practice for y'all to let the children dabble in the dark arts. No, not at all. This is, this is very surprising. Oh. So y'all, but, but just the history of the dark arts, the, the learning of that stuff. Most of those books are, um, kept off limits. There is restricted section off limits. There is, there's one book that is displayed, but it is, it is locked as well. And she kind of looks over at the cathedral. It is for tourists purposes from the champions oh. and can does that we, book reside in the cathedral can we look yes. at that book you can look at it yes not behind the casing yeah we can unlock it yes maybe we do that before we get her yes I think that is the best idea I look over at Jalen because we're still within the hour if he did fill in a go uh, are you supposed to be reading these books or are they restricted to you as well they're only restricted to the children I have my own books as you well have your, you have your own books so you weren't sending her after restricted books from the library. There are books on advanced magics uh, at the library I'm, that I'm aren't talking, of the dark arts. I'm talking the ones of the dark arts. You know what I'm talking about. The things she asked. The when when she would ask and. I didn't have the answers a lot of times. So you... It's like she had access to something else that I didn't have access to. I, I want to send a message to Exire. Maybe like the ability to perform the magic. The understanding of what it's truly capable of because of the understanding of how it works. 
You can read what it is supposed to do. You can read, but have you ever experienced it? No. Of course not. Then you never truly know. Have you ever been hit by a gunshot? I have. No. So you know it causes pain, but you don't know what kind of pain. Yes. So you know what the magic does, but until you fully experience it, you'll never understand the capability it has behind somebody who can wield it. Orlane says, Jalen, would you accompany us with the to the cathedral? Jalen kind of nods. See, he will he will come with us so that you can look at the cathedral. The book in the cathedral. It's you said it's under lock. Yes. Who all might have the keys to that lock? Just the headmaster and a few of the upper, you know, professors. Jalen doesn't have one to make sure it always looks nice and clean? No. Does he ever clean it, get the key from somebody to come? I I would not think so. It is a, it is an heirloom. Um... It's one of the reasons a lot of people come here to look at the cathedral, because we have the book. Alright. I start walking. Okay, so you all make your way over to the front of the cathedral. And um actually probably over to the side of the cathedral to a side entrance. And um Lorling uh, kind of goes up to one of the people, like the staff members there in the cathedral. She says, uh, please, uh, could you clear the cathedral and lock the front doors um, so that these gentlemen uh, may j- just do that, please. And the the guy, he kind of nods and he kinda starts ushering the people out. It's still early in the day, so there's not a lot of people there. Uh, they are ushered out, and the doors on the front are locked. So you're just in this big, open, empty cathedral. Uh, there's like, there's no, there's no pews or anything like that. It's just like old stone floor. Uh, at one end, you can see where this odd, like, wall has been like erected. It's just this weird, like section of wall it's just out in the middle of the floor like um you can see like scorch marks in the middle of the flooring and then just to the south of that well i'll say south south as reference for the you know the direction you know in the building yeah. 
maybe not true south. Um, there is like this odd like. Uh, I'd say it's like 10, 20 feet high, like 10, 20 feet wide, something like that. We'll say 20 by 20 wall, just kind of there erected about a foot thick. And um, then towards uh, like the, we'll say the northern end of the cathedral, there is like some ropes. Uh, there's also ropes around the scorched marks that kind of lead around the wall there. And then there's ropes that kind of rope off the front. And then at the front, there is like uh, like a dais or stairs go up to it. And um, the ropes kind of lead up to that. And at the top of that, there is like a, what are they called? Just like a case up there, like a, with a glass top on it. And there, there's the the book that she has been referring to. Uh, if I walk up to the book and look at it, is it like open in the case? Or is uh, it the book is the book is laying open to a page. Yes. Can I read it? Uh, da, 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 da. What languages do you speak? Common, infernal, undercommon, and vampire. I'm definitely gonna be infernal. Also. Yeah. Um, I think. All right. Let's see. If I can't read it, then I'm going to cast comprehend languages. Okay. Oh. But you can read it. Yes. Okay. Um, what language is it? It's uh, infernal. Um, what is the, the page it's, it's open to, what is it talking about? So on the page that it's open to, it is the beginning of a summoning ritual. It, uh, is telling like requirements, uh, you know, kind of preparation stuff for a ritual of summoning. Uh, looking at this book here in the case, does it look like the book is there? Or we're in, is we're in Daggerford, right? You are in Daggerford, yes. I know exactly what the fuck is going on. Uh, so Taurus has no clue, but I know what's going on. Investigation check. Investigation. Is this regarding Fae Fiend or Undead? No, it's, it's regarding the book at the moment. <laughs> it is. But it's in Inferno. <laughs> it is. Can I ask you a question that says absolutely nothing? Sure. Uh, it's, a, it's a 15. Is, is this the book from the encounter where Siloran lost his hair? I can't remember. I remember the reason you he lost his hair was because he cast a spell and had a kind of a kickback of the spell. Yeah. But I can't remember if that's exactly when that occurred, but yeah. Probably. Uh, so 15? Yes, sir. I mean, it to you, it looks like the book is there, the case is undisturbed. Do you think... The, um... What is, what is on the book? The page here outlines some, uh, rather 
disturbing magics. Uh, seems to be some sort of summoning ritual. See here, it's outlining the components needed to summon, uh, beginning the ritual of the summon. Can I tell what it what it would be summon or not from this page? It not from that page, no. Okay. Do you mind opening this case up? I could get a a closer look. Yes, the headmaster will be here momentarily. He can unlock it. Yes. Are you unfamiliar with what occurred here? Uh, Please enlighten us. I'm, I'm not from around here. So, um, long ago, the the court mage he, for whatever reason, craved power or wanted revenge or whatever um, the case might have been. He had summoned a, a devil. How do you do that? Well, I assume with this book here. Oh, using, seems to be some sort of summoning ritual. Using that tone. Um, mm. Summoned a devil. Um, how, how long has it been since Jalen drank the potion? I don't know, maybe 30 minutes. <laughs> I look over at him and go, did she... Uh, did she ever ask you about this book? Not directly. I I guess that she had seen the book and had questions. She was she... intrigued by the summoning. She had questions about protectors. Uh Summoning like a protector to stop, I, I guess, the kids from picking on her. Did she ever mention this, uh, devil? No, she never mentioned a devil. I think we might need to look at this book. I think. Lorelein says, the devil wasn't the main concern. They, oh. the devil was working with the court mage to summon a greater being, uh, something that required ritual sacrifice. What do you, what do you mean? They they gathered up the guild leaders at the time, and the guild leaders were to be sacrificed to bring forth some. It is not completely known what they were trying to summon, but it was How something. How many guild greater. leaders were there? There were eight guild leaders, I think. So that means they're halfway there. Does the book say you need eight? Have you read? Have you seen it yourself? 
I, I've, I've not, I, I, I would not read such things. If I look in the, cause you said it kind of outlined the components. Does this talk about ritual sacrifice at all on this page or no? Not on that page. No, okay. no, no, no. It's just basically tell, telling you like the, basically the basic prep work. It's not even getting into the ritual. Okay. Very bland couple of pages. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, a few moments go by, the headmaster uh, comes to the front. There's that long, awkward moment where you're at the one end of the cathedral and he's walking, you're making eye contact, and <laughs> you want to talk, but you know you'd have to yell. <laughs> he finally walks across. You would like to look at the book? Uh, yes, we are. Very much so. We think it might have to do with the disappearance. He walks up and waves his hand over the case and it unlocks and pops open. What does this have to do with the children? I think I need to take a look at this book and uh, I will know for sure. But it, it seems like you might have a... You might have a student scorned one too many times who's reaching into the darker side of the arcane to retaliate against these students who are picking on her, bullying her. I don't think retaliation is the answer. I think they're the sacrifice. Well, I believe that as well, but the sacrifice, I suppose, is a form of retaliation. That's why I say they're halfway there. If four students have gone missing and eight are needed. Well, look, go ahead and check. Headmaster, do you mind pulling the book out for me? Picks the book up. Kind of looks at it. Closes it. Just kind of turn it over looking at it. What's wrong? Is something wrong? He flips through a couple more pages and then holds the book up and shows you guys the other pages are blank. We need to get her here now. Who? Rosina. She called in sick where would a sacrifice like this take place are there catacombs beneath this cathedral it is an old city there there would be hidden places beneath it how do we get there he sits the book on the case and just starts kind of stroking his beard I'm gonna roll to see if he would, uh, what, how lucky this guy is. Can not be lucky? It could be an intelligence thing. He's he's old and wise. Yeah, we'll, we'll roll an intelligence check. Oh no. Okay, that is a natural a twenty. That's a natural twenty on the intelligence check. If we think of the history of this book, 
the champions, they... It is said that they traveled beneath the city and encountered some other foul beings before they faced off against the demon, or the devil, rather. Listen, Headmaster, we have very strong reason to believe that Rosina is seeking, whether she knows what she's doing or not, to summon something using this book. And furthermore, you really should keep an eye on your employees, as it seems that Jalen here has been feeding her information, answering questions about the dark arts, things that he does not fully understand. Jalen has no skill in these matters. How can Skill this be? or not, he has the knowledge. He claims to have books of his own, things that he's researched from your library here, as well as knowledge of this book. Can I can I do a detect magic real quick? Sure. I am. I just something just hit, and I was like, "What if Jalen's not Jalen? What if he's somebody like in disguise or something?" Jalen just lights up like a Christmas tree. Jaylen. Yeah. I cast so you, uh, yeah, you cast it. Okay, uh, it's instantaneous, right? It's not ritual. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't. I don't ritual cast it. I cast it instantly using the spell. Okay. So you cast it. Um, you can see that the headmaster is has some radio you know, um, some lights radiant off of him. Of course, your party members do. Um, Lorlene does not have anything radiating off her. And if you look over at Jalen, um, he does not seem to have anything radiating off him. Huh. <coughs> the headmaster says, Wait, I, um, I may have something, uh, maybe a map. Um, one, one moment, and he walks out of the cathedral, um, leaves you guys there for probably about 10 minutes or so. Can I uh, follow him? Yeah, are you doing it secretly or just openly? Yeah, I'll, I'll try to be stealthy. I'll tail him. Okay, so just roll a stealth check. When he leaves, Galen will turn to Jalen. That's a that's a five. Clump, a five. Clump, clump, clump. Yeah. <laughs> Just making all kinds of noise. And he'll say, Jalen, if you care for this girl the way you've been professing that you care for her, that y'all are pretty much one and the same. If you know where she is or where her favorite place to hang out or or go to be alone so that she's not being picked on you better tell me now because it's not just your life or her life that's in danger at this present time why are you saying that i kind of smile growl like show my show my teeth and i let the the sharpened teeth on either side 
grow out as if I were about to shift form. All right, Galen, roll an intimidation check, but we'll say she's, with advantage. <laughs> she's in the out of order girl's bathroom on the second floor. <laughs> with advantage. That is a 17. 17. She said there was a place beneath the city. She asked questions about it. It it sounded a lot like they were the champions of Waterdeep had battled the those hideous beasts of old. Some information you should have brought up earlier, Galen. Did Galen. she tell you how to get there? He walks over to like one of the corners over there and opens a door and kind of walks back in there and you hear like the rattling of metal. He picks something up and uh I I immediately go on the headset and go, Exire, it's in the cathedral. Come back. He walks back and says, There is a passage here that leads down. As soon as he says that, I, I turn around, stop tailing the headmaster, and head back to the cathedral. And you didn't think that it was important to bring up that information when the headmaster was leaving to go get his map? I, I don't know. I don't know that she is the cause of this, and... I look at him and go, we don't have enough time for this right now. And I reach up and smack him with my quarterstaff and across the head to try to knock him out. Okay. So roll an attack, I guess. Trying to knock out, not kill. <laughs> uh, plus my strength of two. Uh, oh, come on. I can just put my quarter step. Uh, plus four. That's an 18. 18 to hit. Yeah, you hit him. <laughs> roll damage. Uh, seven damage. All right, I'll give it to you. Eight is usually what you need to to knock out like it's a commoner. Yeah. That's close. Okay, you just smack him. He falls over, kind of just crumples on the floor. Do, do I walk in before or after that's happening? I hope hopefully it's right as I just whack right across the face. Probably about right the same time, yeah. Because if I don't if I don't hear that you're just knocking him out, man, <laughs> I think he attacked you. <laughs> no. I just walk oh you started without me. I look up at the teacher and go He goes nowhere until either we get back or the authorities pick him up. And then I start down the uh, hole. At, at, right after he says that, I'll look at her and go, and no one comes in this building. But of course. Good and luck. And as, as I walk past her, I say, and no one leaves this building. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You just start to descend down into this, uh, what seems to be like sewers at first, kind of. It's just almost like a manhole, and you're kind of just going down this like ladder. Uh, it's it's like a wooden ladder though. It's not like metal. And uh, as you get down toward the bottom, um, it is it is like uh, like a sewer type area. Um, so I need whoever's leading to make um, some survival checks to see if they lead, lead. through. I was down first. I'll lead. I said my survival's pretty good, and I got sixty feet of dark vision. I have dark vision, and my survival's a five. Oh, my survival's a five. My survival's a four, and I have sixty feet. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think sixty feet is the normal. Oh, is sixty the normal? Isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's base. I know some people have thirty. Some people have one twenty. What was your roll? Uh. Uh, that is a 15 total. 15, okay. So, uh, this is kind of like a skills challenge, so we're going successes and losses. Uh, um. Now that we know this is about possibly a demon, does this relate to Fae, Fiend, and Undead? (laughs) Navigating the (laughs) sewers, still not about Fae, Fiend, or Undead. Uh, so no. I'm trying to track Fafines right now. It's true. Um, you're just trying to find this place, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, so uh, roll another survival check. Oh, that's uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay. All right, and again. Uh, 22. 22. Okay. I got make that real easy. All right. So you kind of navigate through the sewer system. Um, let me look here. All right. So the sewers are kind of like brick walls and there's uh, a little bit of water at the bottom. Um, just reeks. But as as you get to this certain point, you you find this this archway with a door, and it just looks really out of place in the sewers. You you push the door open, and it is it opens up into this large cavernous area. Um, you hear water running just off in front of you. It's very dark in here. And as you kind of walk out through there, there is like a little wooden bridge uh, as you kind of just go across it very gingerly. Uh, Even if it wasn't there, you could probably just hop over this area, not too hard. Um, As as you come through there, you notice there is a large old building just ahead. There are several sets of stairs that kind of lead up to it. 
there's remnants of what looks like pillars uh, on each landing going up to it and at the very top a very grand large entrance there are what looks like bars or like a gate on the front entrance this large entrance there's like a gate there and it is closed As we uh, walk up to it, can I cast Mage Hand and use Mage Hand to try to push the gate open? Okay, so you're, as you're coming up close to it, um, you hear strange like, noises, kind of just, just this weird like... Just odd, like, arcane-like sounds coming from inside. Uh, the mage hand kind of goes up and pushes against the gate. It just rattles. It doesn't move. Doesn't seem like there's any like force field or anything, like any magical barrier that I hit with the mage hand. Not, not on the gate, no. Um, not on the gate itself, no. And then around the gate, is it just like bars? Like like, uh, a, like a fence, like a rock, like an iron fence. It's just it's just like an yeah, like iron bars or something. Yeah. Like How can I try to have the mage hand block in the front door? Yeah. Can I have them? Oh, so it's just there's just there's just bars on the front door. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a gate, but it's closed. Mm-hmm. Lock. It, it looks pretty old. The gate does not look that old, really. Well, it it's old. It's not as old as the building. And I try to just brute strength it. All right, so you go up to the the bars. Uh, roll a perception check. Uh, twenty. Do you have dark vision? I yeah, I said I cast it when we got down there. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, what was uh, what was the roll? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. So as you approach, uh, the gate. You look in and you see, let's see, what's 60 feet? So that would be. I just have to remember which one. Think that one's you? <laughs> Probably have two like, fur bulbs. Like standard fur bulb, the one you look at in every picture ever. Okay, so you're this one then. measure see how far you can see in so what you see in just through the bars you see uh like a stone floor with like this red like very old torn up like like carpet that runs down the middle like a rug and a, you see some pillars and just inside of the the pillars is one on the left and right you see like this magical like light kind of coming off of the pillars and as you look in uh you see what looks to be two children one on each pillar just kind of pinned up to the air and kind of floating with this magical like blue like aura coming off of them i look back and i it's started we've got to get in there now and i try to just rip 
the the older gate out. All right, so you grab it, um, make a strength check. Here, let me uh, let me just change this over real quick. We got this, boys. We got this, boys. You know when you're ready. All right, you guys should see the map there, right? I just see black. Yeah, you just see blackness. Black. Scroll up. I scroll, scroll up. up. Yeah, scroll up. Yeah. I only see black. Oh, yeah. I can see my token, but I see my token on a field of black. Okay, so right. he didn't add 60 to Siltorus, but Huck doesn't have dark vision. Yeah. I, have it, I have it. I have it because I cast it on myself. It's not something I naturally have. That's oh. why you don't have it. So hang on one yeah. second. Why do I keep forgetting that Warforged don't have. <laughs> Yeah, I've never had a character with our vision. Okay, yeah, I see things now. Yay. Alright. Alright, so anybody who doesn't have dark vision is completely like blinded at the moment, so you're just kinda holding on to other people. So you can see the let me bring those into vision. Are these the pillars? Yep. And you see, probably can't see those yet. You can't. You hear this just odd, like demonic sounding chanting just uh, I would do it, but my voice mod's messed up. But it's just, you know, this odd, this, this deep, guttural voice. What? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So, ripping the door. Yep, what was your uh, roll? Uh, what's the natural 20 get me? Also, did I understand? Could I understand that guttural speak? I still have comprehension language. You something. would, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, it is. I don't or know I the exact no, wording. Because uh, it's, it, uh, I didn't cast comprehension language actually. Just to, oh, to but you know that, infernal though, yeah, right? Because I have infernal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you, it, it, it sounds like a uh, summoning ritual, and it goes on. It says, "I call you forth." By name, Gideon of the Chain Devils. Hey, hey, Russ, you remember those sweet chain bolas that you got? You know where Thyloran got the things to make them? I sure do. Not that. Also, this is the room that Thyloran lost his hair in. Um, <laughs> became the first bald and bearded elf. So, uh, what was the roll on the strength? Natural 20. Natural 20. So you grab a hold of the bars, and I was trying to look, I had notes on this, but, uh... That's <laughs> why so I was like, I'm not, like, super strong, but I'm pretty strong, and then I rolled and I was like, I'm really strong. 
All right, so you you pull the door loose as you feel like it feels just like suction, like the air is being sucked into this room. You kind of pull it off, and it's and it is heavy. So you just kind of let it go off to the side, and it falls, <laughs> and it just goes just rolling down the um, um, off of the stairs there onto the ground. I I start in. I don't know how far I can go before things start happening, but so as you as you step in, you would probably make it to about here. As you see the other two ch- uh, children pinned up against these pillars, mm-hmm. just um, levitating in the air, and it they they look they look almost dead right they, they're completely motionless and they're just like in some type of stasis and you see uh, another uh, young girl up at the top there you would as- probably assume that that is Rosina and there's yeah. also like this little like imp looking thing with like wings flying kind of next to her I follow him in Okay. As he says to move through. So you could probably get about here, and I don't know what everybody else does. You could probably get right next to him right there. Right next to him, okay. Without initiating something. As 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 you get into there, you see let's see. See if I can get something that looks I'll like follow it. Them in. Okay, you can be right next to them. I would, I would try to yell forward. Uh, stop. This is, uh, you don't want to, this, this is not something you want to do. Uh, yeah, this is bad. You don't want, I don't know how to work with kids. Uh, Exire. I would just say, um, Rosina, is it? As she's just kind of, she, it's almost like she's in a trance where she's like just kind of looking up at the ceiling. Her ha- her palms are out. There's like blue fire on her palms. And she's just like, the these guttural like sounding words are coming out of her mouth. Can I shout at the little imp thing next to her in Infernal and say, uh, stop. Yeah. You see, you see the little uh, impish creature look, kind of look over at her, and almost like whisper something, and then it disappears. What are you guys doing? Does the summoning? Uh, I I thought you meant the summoning thing disappeared. The imp disappeared. No, the summoning thing's still there. It's, It's it's. I'm gonna charge her. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm not going to go through this fiery circle of death-looking thing. Can I shoot uh, an Eldritch Blast at her? At the child? Okay. Yeah, uh, roll, roll initiative. One child versus Before we the do that. four. Come on. Yeah, I'm a roll. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a shooter. Uh, okay. So uh, don't forget we have the initiative buttons here. So... Um, Sorry, we're going... Yeah, 
We tried to stop her with our words. She wouldn't do anything. She's like in a trance. So, I don't have the button for this one, Diz, because you had to. Oh, you added yeah, I can I can do that if you just tell me that one. So. Oh yeah. All right. How do? Where's the initiative button again? You just so click on, on your, your token and it's yeah, top left. You. Top left. Yeah, right next to the arrow. Oh, initiative. Oh, you fit. Oh. Oh yeah. Gotta love that negative dexterity, negative charisma. This character has more flaws than any character I've ever created. Then how do I, how do you open up the initiative thing again? Or do Diz open it? I think Diz will have to open it. I okay. have to open it. Yeah. Okay. Give me one second. I thought hey, I'd here. linked all these things, but uh... Open them. I mean, manually. you have you have JD linked. You just didn't have Galen. Yeah. I don't want to hurt her, so I throw a boomerang at her instead of using a spell. I don't. I don't care about hurting her. All right. So we so got I shoot her with Eldritch energy. We know you're a vampire. You don't know. You don't know me. I I am the wild card of the game though because I am true neutral. Alright, so let's do the initiative here. Uh I, neutral. I lean towards neutral good, but my character sheet says true neutral. Yeah, I'm, Which is why I'm okay neutral. threatening people that I think have done bad things. Yep. All right, I've only got three initiatives in there, so uh, I guess who don't I have? I don't have Huck, uh, and I need oh. to add I'm Huck a, and Buck. I'm a fifteen. So Galen is, is that G A? Click on your character, Russ. G A L A N. Yeah, and then eight. up at the okay. very top of the screen, next to the arrow, there should be an initiative button. Oh, I I rolled in. I rolled in. But you can you okay. still type it in. You still have to type it in there. In where? And if you, if you, yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I thought that was to like generate a role. No, that you type it in and it'll. So does someone want to roll for uh, Turk and Avian Oh, Turk is. Dead. I'm sorry. You Turk is Turk. on the map. Turk was here when I made this, so Turk will right. be the token we use. You yeah. killed Turk. Uh, yeah, I'll roll for Alaric. Alaric got what an eight plus whatever his initiative bonus is. Okay. Which is a what was character sheet? Uh, one, so a nine for Alaric. He gets a nine. Okay, it will show up as Turk. But... And then does someone roll for Atreus? Uh, I can. I, I, I can do it. Atreus got... Or unless you want to roll it, so that's fine. Uh, 16 plus whatever his bonus is. Atreus's bonus is a 4, so 20. 30, 20 for Atreus. Oh, nice. All right, and what did Galen get? 20. 20? Imp got a 20? I call shenanigans. 
Alright, so who's gonna play Atreus? I can play Atreus. Alright. Oh, it's Atreus' turn right now. Crap. <laughs> it is. Galen right. can actually go first if you want, so you have time to look. No, I I, I got it. Yeah. We good, we good. Alright, so also does Atreus have dark vision? I imagine he does because he's a tiefling, yes. right? If yes. you're if you're gonna play the bard, you gotta do bardy things. Oh, I know. Uh, I'm gonna have. Oh, Adrius, look at the doggo behind Ruts. Can Adrius move up to right here? Uh, yeah. Since I can't control his token. Yep. Uh, and then he is going to. And since he's not really, he's kind of looking around, not sure what is going on. He also definitely did not. Oh man, didn't choose spells for this encounter. Um. Uh, yeah, okay, he's gonna go ahead and uh, throw out dancing lights to illuminate the area since Huck doesn't have dark vision. Okay. So he'll throw out Shit. dancing lights. Just let's do one at each of the kids, one on each of those pillars there. Okay, so in saying that, we will just remove dynamic lighting. So, because right. <laughs> we'll say it's lit up so everybody can see. All right. There you go. Make it easier for everyone. Yeah. And then with his bonus action, he will uh, turn to, let's see, for his bonus action, he's going to uh, turn to Siltoris, and he's going to grab... So Taurus by the shoulders, give him a little shoulder rub and say, all right, big guy, let's see that kitty cat. He's going to give him a, a bardic inspiration. Oh, <laughs> are you, you like, yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, Galen. Uh, also, I guess I can't mark off spell slots and stuff on yeah. this character sheet, so I just have to remember. Okay. So uh, Galen's going to pull out an arrow. And he's going to take his arcane archery ability and he's going to empower the arrow and he's going to fire off a banishing arrow at her. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I truly don't understand shit. your guys' motivations for attacking a child, but we'll go with it. Hey, <laughs> she's if sacrificing I, four if, others. If I banish her... She, he's not we have a her. chance to save the kids without killing her initially. Maybe. Is his thought. Maybe. I'll just say, emotionally, this would scar people. Anyway. And it might scar us, but we're trying to, in the moment. Alright, so, roll to hit. That's, uh, 27 to hit. Uh, 27 would hit, yes. What's the save? Uh, Charisma 10. <laughs> Charisma 10. 
She's a wizard, so maybe. That is a natural 12. So minus three. <laughs> no, not minus the three. But uh, what is the damage, though? Is there damage on top of it? Or is it just. Uh, it, it's my arrow damage if I don't uh, banish them. Okay. Uh, because I have to be uh, 18th level to actually add damage to the hit. So that is 10 points of damage. He gone. Uh-huh. It's eight. He said that earlier. <laughs> Noted. She is still standing. See, she ain't a normal imp. Still she, just she normal. Ch- chanting at the moment. And then with that, I will move right here and then my turn all right so let's see not what I wanted So Okay, this guy appears here next to XR. And rolls a 14 to hit. As it tries to sting you. Does that hit, XR? <laughs> I was talking and my mic was muted. Ow. It misses. I parry it, it off misses. to the side. All right. All right. It makes a second attack. That is also a 14 to hit. Misses. All right, so that is its turn. So as this is happening, uh, right after its turn, um, you see these chains come out of this portal in the middle. Each of them hit one of the children on the poles. No reaction from the children themselves, as they seem to be still in a stasis. The one at the front up there, still chanting, she looks down, the fire still kind of burning in her hand, this blue fire. Uh, She has an arrow sticking out of her chest. She reaches down and pulls the arrow out, and is holding her, her chest. You see a smile kind of creep across her face. And then you see it start to drop as a fifth chain comes out and hits her. She looks down at the chain. And all of a sudden, all five children are pulled into this portal. 
the portal kind of just goes in on itself, like down to a blue ball. And then all of a sudden it just explodes out. Uh, everyone inside the um, little building there, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw to see if you remain standing. That's a natural t -t 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 20 for Exire. And for Atreus. That's uh, an 11 for Atreus. Okay, uh, natural 20 stands. Uh, Atreus is knocked prone. Oh, this is just prone? Yeah, just knocked prone, not pulled into the portal. <laughs> I thought you were to do me in with two characters because I just rolled a nat one on another deck. <laughs> natural one. <laughs> That's how you killed El Real. Okay, it knocks you down, and you're gonna you're gonna take a d6 worth of damage from falling. You take four points of bludgeoning damage from falling That's for the natural dying. One. <laughs> um, as you guys like most regather yourself, you see this figure standing in the middle. What was your save? I didn't see. 23. 23 saves, yes. Okay. Uh, you see this figure standing in the middle. It looks up. It has chains wrapped around it. Um, these weird, like, leather uh, wrappings where it shows, like, part of its, like, gray, white skin goes up around its face. As it raises its head, its red eyes just piercing. It throws its hands up, and as it does, you guys see these chains pop out of the ground. All right, and Huck, your turn. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I uh, I cast Fortune's Favor on myself and Exire. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, and then, all I can do is run. And then, um, no, all I'm gonna do is run. Run. Uh, table and benches are what's right inside the door there. Boxes. Are you, are you running away? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, those are like that's like tables, I think. What it looks like. I'm done for now. Okay. 
XR. Uh, I'm going to fold my arms in, kind of draw the blades across the inside of my elbows. And as I do, I take one point of damage and light up fire on them. They are now aflame. And then I'm going to turn to the imp uh, and I'm going to say in Inferno, because why not say um, that wasn't very nice. And I will take a swing at him. Not great. Uh, that is a... Uh, sorry. Uh, that is ooh, only a 14 to hit. 14? Um, 14 does hit, yes. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'll hit him for... I do believe it hits. Let's see. Yeah, it does. Yep. All right. Uh, eight points of slashing damage and two points of fire damage. Okay. Um. And then it's my turn. As you strike it, you see it, you cut into its flesh, but usually you would see like reactions on the skin from the fire. You don't see any. Figured that might be coming. <laughs> um, actually, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna move up, so I'm next to Galen here. All right, it's Is gonna it? take an attack of opportunity on you. <laughs> you move away from it. Oh yeah, that's fine. That is a natural twenty. <laughs> oh no. Um, I'm gonna use my fortune's favor to make him reroll that. Yeah. Okay. That is a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. In an alternate timeline, that really hurt. <laughs> so the M swung and stunk itself. No, I, I rolled to, to verify if it was, uh, you know, a brutal miss, but it was not. So it uh, it just swings and kind of spins around in the air. It looks really stupid. <laughs> all right all right so i guess progwin you're up okay i'm gonna move in a little bit and cast guiding bolt on that imp okay so that is an 18 that hits for 12 well, points of radiant Let's see if it's Alright, so Radiant doesn't do more damage to it, but it definitely does damage. 12 points. Okay. Uh, that will end my turn. Alright. Uh, so this will be Josh's new character. <laughs> Alaric. Do we have an Alark? <laughs> oh, Some, yeah. Someone want to play um, Alark? Yeah, I was going to do that. That's right. I, that was the thing I was going to do. Uh, he would... Where is... I go crazy where it's... Oh, 
Oh, that's Galen. Where's his character at, Diz? Where's it's, his character? It's, it's in there. We don't have any. Oh, it's it's Turk, here. yeah. I can move him for you. Uh, yeah. Five. He can only make it just to there inside without dashing. Uh, cool. In that case, he will. I'm trying to get his thing pulled up. Uh, he will dash up to the imp. And then he will probably. Okay. I finally found his character sheet. I was gonna condemn him. Uh and then he will cast Bane. No, that's an action. Sorry. Uh he will cast Hunter's Mark. Oh Hunter's Mark, okay. On uh the imp to start with. Okay. And then that'll be his turn. All right. So it is Siltorus's turn. Uh, Siltorus will run forward to Exire. Look over and go. I uh, I was saving this one for you, buddy. Reach up, grab hold of his shoulder, and cast Enlarge. Uh, you. Well, up to twice your size. Your weapons. Is that on? <laughs> Exire. Exire. Your weapons also swell with you and do an extra d4 damage. <laughs> as long as they are melee weapons. It does yeah. not say strength based, it just says melee. All right. Uh, and then I'll shift into. To Tiger King form. All right. Sprouts and mullet. Tiger form it is. Let me take off the uh, prone on you. Put him over here to the side. And I think that should be all of my movement. That was the 15. I don't think I shift and then get the 40 from Tiger as well. All right, so we'll have to actually put you back one square. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm large and he's large. Yep. Because we've got a lot of people right there in that little corridor. <laughs> I won't be there for long. All right, uh, what's the hit points and AC? 37 and 14. Oh, sorry. Uh, that was... 37 and 12. That was the dire wolf. 12. There you go. All right. So it is now my turn. Let's see. This guy moves down and we'll make... Let's see. Out of reach. So both chain attacks will go at XR. 
Okay, okay, okay. Mel, uh, I just that gave you a Discord. A 14? Uh, that's a miss. Step to the side. That one's cocked. Roll. Uh, 27. Oh, man, just gets in there. Just barely. barely. Just barely. Ooh, that's a lot of damage. It's, right, that's 15 points of damage. Ooh. Jeez. I need you to roll a... Uh, either an athletics or an acrobatics check to resist against grappling. Would that... Would athletics be a strength check? It's strength check. Athletics... Or saving throws. That's a strength-based check, right? is a strength-based check, yes. So, I don't know if it matters, but I sent you the DM of enlarge. Oh, do I get advantage on strength checks? If you're doing athletics, I think you would get advantage. It says strength checks or saving throws. I don't know. Is that... It is a strength-based, so yeah. Okay. Well, my athletics is only plus one, though. My acrobatics is yeah. five. Yeah. That's why I said I don't know if it's going to matter for you. I was more doing it just for the extra damage. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's a 22 acrobatics. All right. You save against it. Yeah, but at what cost? All right, round two. Whoa. Atreus. <laughs> okay, yeah. Atreus is going. He's prone, so he has to stand up first. So yeah, he's gonna stand up with half his movement, mm-hmm. and then he is going to cast. See, so if I cast a second level spell with my bonus action, I can only cast a cantrip with my action. Is that correct? Is that how that works? Um. So what are you what are you asking? How many spells like you I, can cast in turn? Well, like if, if I if I cast a second level spell that's a bonus action spell, yep. can I cast an action spell of any level, or is it a certain level and lower? Is it cantrip right now? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I'm going to use my action to um, I use my action to load up and fire a crossbow bolt then at uh, the imp here. Okay. So that's gonna be a. So fifth... you you said the melee weapons increase in size. He's playing Atreus right now, not Exile. Oh, Atreus. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, what does this look like if the crossbow does <laughs> this giant crossbow bolt <laughs> turns into a just ballista. a giant cannon? Yeah. It's just yeah. a ballista, right? Just what rips on the wall out. That's a fifteen to hit on the end. That is a hit. Okay, and then that's going to be ooh full damage. Eight, nine, 11 points of uh, piercing damage. Okay. Uh, and then with the bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word at second level on Exire. Okay. I'm, he is hurting. Uh, and that's going to be ugh, not great. Eight points of healing. Okay. And so you still have half movement left, correct? Half, yep. Fifteen feet. Have to stand up. Okay. Um just gonna 
Let's see, these big, uh, these things here, those are like big barrels you can't like see around, correct? Those are, you could hide behind them if you're, you're trying yeah. to do that, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna move to right here so he still has line of sight on the, actually, if he moves right here, would he still mm -hmm. have line of sight on the devil? And would he get any sort of like half cover from devil attack or is this not? It, it, there is some coverage, I will say that. <laughs> okay, he'll, he'll move to right here. Then. It's it's possible. <laughs> okay, that's fine. He'll move to right here. Okay. All right. And then, yeah, in my turn. Galen. Galen is going to fire an enfeebling shot at the Chain Devil. Okay. Are those, like, one-offs? Or can you use only, like, like I, I I get two arcane shots per long wrist. wrist. Yeah, okay. Okay. I don't think we'd ever had an arcane archer, so So let's see. That is a <laughs> twenty five to hit. Twenty five hits. <laughs> Alright, so I've got to roll necrotic damage, and then uh, you'll have to succeed on a con save, uh, or your damage is halved until the start of my next turn. Okay. What's the save? Ten. Okay. So that's 15 points of damage, and uh, seven of it is necrotic, if that matters. Let me look. Nope, does not seem to matter. Uh, okay, and he fails that save. Okay, so now until the start of my next turn, all of his attacks are halved. Okay. Ooh, ooh. And that will end. Well, actually, I'm going to move, and then that will end my turn. So I'll move right here. End of my All turn. Right. Uh, on the imp's turn, it vanishes. And that's its turn. Huck, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna move like uh no this isn't actually visual so I'm gonna cast magnify gravitar alright magnify gravitar <laughs> Do you eventually yeah. get like re reverse gravity? It's one of my favorite spells. Uh, it makes me think of Doctor Strange. So. If it's gravity, then yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, we'll save that. Anyway. He's trying to be a gravity wizard. Ooh, that mm -hmm, is, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. is a natural 18. 
You're a hairy wizard. Um. Well. Uh, on a successful review, takes half half damage and suffers no reduction. What a slop! So half damage. Okay, so that is five points of damage. Damage. Is that force damage? Uh, yes. Force. And those are actions. I stay put. Right. Is that all? Yeah, unfortunately. Well, now, exile. All right. I am. Oh, this is not me. This is Atreus. I was wondering where my abilities went. Uh I will go ahead and cast my blood maledict on the uh, chain devil. Okay. Yeah. Um, Amplified. So I take some damage there. Take three points. Um, And he has to make a, a DC 14 strength save. There. See what the modifier. That's a 15. <laughs> Man. <laughs> All right. Um, then with my action, I will. Man. Well, that is annoying. Um, yeah, with my action, I'm going to just go ahead and, and slug down a potion of invulnerability. Okay. So I have, for one minute, I have resistance to all damage. Damn. Well, Diz gave us this very nice chest inside of a, a, a castle that was meant for not Damn. us. It was. <laughs> it was meant for higher level characters. Yeah. You benefited from them not searching it in the last campaign. Damn. <laughs> I still have one more of those potions, too. Damn! <laughs> uh, and then that's going to get my turn. Okay. Did, did everybody also catch that real sneaky lesson we all just got? <laughs> <laughs> Investigate <laughs> everything. <laughs> Investigate all Drop of in it. the hints. Yeah. So if, uh, if you think your DM is out to get you, uh, that still doesn't mean you shouldn't go look through all the, the goodies that is out there hidden. That's right. Because then you get, you know, <laughs> sun forgers and shit. All right. Speaking of sun forger, prog one. <laughs> Your all turn. Right, well, I'm going to try a guiding bolt on this chain devil. Okay. Oh, it's 11 to hit. Drink oh, damage. Low 11, 11 misses. Dang. Yeah, there's really good damage. Of course. Well, that'll end my turn then. Alright. Uh, Alaric. Uh, 
Yeah, so... It, 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 would Hunter's Mark tell me if the imp is just invisible? Uh, you can detect if it is near, yes. And yes, he can tell that it is still near. Nearby. Uh, I, I'm going to ready an attack. Okay. For when the thing comes back. Okay. So if you see the amp, you're going to attack it. Yes. Or actually, me, hold on, me. Yes, I with mean, a, you with don't a want to take fire bolts. You don't want to take Josh's character and run him right at the chain. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so I'm going to ready a fire bolt for the attack. That way I can have some All range right. in case it doesn't come right at me. Okay. Uh, it fizzles if it's not you, so. Yeah, but it's only a cantrip, so it's not like. True. Uh, right. I don't want to run his character. Yeah, I don't want to run his character as a chain <laughs> devil. No. All right, Siltaurus. I will, however, run my character as a chain devil. Uh, so I'm going to take a step back. That way, there's mm. 20 feet between us, and then I am going to charge <laughs> full speed at him. Oh. Scoots back and then takes a run. Okay. Uh, and because I charged 20 feet at him, can I get we, can to we say. Can we say that you turn and jump up on the wall and kind of get yeah. some momentum off pushing yeah. up the wall there? Hell yeah. And I use the wall as my actual pounce <laughs> to, to pounce on him. Uh, so let me, let me roll my claw attack. That is a 21. 21 hits. Uh, he needs to make a strength saving throw. He also takes... He's not bad at those. But he did roll just eight on that, so... Why didn't he roll that last time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, ta he takes 11 damage. Okay. And is knocked prone for failing the saving throw. Because he's knocked prone, I now get to bite his ass. All right, so your claw attacks are not magical, right? Uh, duh, 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 duh. there not is yet. Some... I think. Don't think they are yet. I'm pretty sure you don't get that until later. I'm trying to see if there's me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see anything right off the top. So I'll say no. Okay. Uh, and he's knocked prone. Uh, yep. DM, do magic mm -hmm. weapons have a different effect? Because I have one. Um, do they have I, a different effect? They might. They they could possibly have a different. <laughs> well, I, I'm just saying, like I, actually, that's what I'm hitting him with is my magic weapon. I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Uh, the bite is a natural nineteen. So that hits gonna, as well. Yeah. So this is a claw attack knocking prone. The claw attack knocks him prone, which allows. Oh, hold on. Did I you don't... roll that with advantage? 
it was a natural one on the second row so thank you for letting me get that out uh all right the bite will do a d10 Uh, uh, eight damage. Okay. And I'm sitting on top of him. Yeah, you just pounce in them. Yep. All right. So you do. You don't have him restrained. You just knocked him prone, right? So. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now it is his turn. So he will stand up. <laughs> first off. Um, let's see. Okay, so it is going to make uh, two attacks at you, Siltorus. Okay. That is a 10, which is a um, miss. And a 19. Vicious Mockery from Atreus. I can do it before I know the result, but after I know the rule. Yep. So that's minus. I think it's five. a D4. Uh, or D6. Is it D6. That's it. Sorry. It's minus, so five. minus five. So that's, yeah. so that's a 14. Still hits. Still hits. Okay. Why right. are you so squishy as a kitty? Just so fluffy. You, you could have waited and done that to the damage that he's about to deal. Well, he's uh, half damage. He does do half damage. And he can exile could have reduced it, reduced it more. But I wanted him so, to make him not hit you. I didn't know yeah. that he was so squished. That's that's yeah, ten damage. Squishy. So you take five points of slashing damage. I'll take I'm that even, off your token there. I'm even more squishy as a. As a purple, and I need you to make a uh, resist against grapple. So okay. either athletics or acrobatics. Your um, choice. Yeah. So we'll just do athletics, and it's just going to be a straight strength check for the cat. Uh, eighteen total. 18? Tiger. Yep, that is a save. And he is going to move one, two, three. Okay. Yeah, move away so I can count you in. And except <laughs> I'm going to hit you down with my attack opportunity. Okay. <laughs> I gave you a moment. Uh, yeah, I was, I I was more thinking about. I'm gonna try to bite him. Okay. Uh, not as good. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, that hits actually. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, twelve damage. Twelve. Okay. All right, uh, start of the third round, Atreus. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and move to if I move to 
And I'm up to here. Will I have line of sight on the devil, or is he going to be blocked by the pillar? Uh, partially. Okay, so I'm up to right kind here. Kind of behind it. To get a clear view of him. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm right there. And then okay. I will, I use, I'll just, I'll just take a shot at him. Just take a crossbow shot at him. Okay. So you're going to move right here. Yep. And then okay. fire crossbow. Uh, that's going to be a 23 to hit. Okay. And that's going to be oh, only five points of damage. All right. Uh, and then I'm going to turn around and look at Pragwin. And I'm going to say, uh, soon may the Pragwin come to give us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tongue is done, he'll take his water and go. And I'll give him <laughs> inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, Galen, you're up. So you got a D6, Bregwin. W would you say that uh, this stuff is uh, able to be stood upon? I mean, it is. You could get upon it. Uh, whether it would hold you? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Probably. That's well, I, I want to give it a shot. Okay. So you have to climb up on there, so that takes half movement to get up on there. So I want to move right there. And then once you're up on it, then you can move over. Yep, so that's, you get plenty of movement to get there. And I want to take a shot at this guy. Okay. I want to hit him with uh, ensnaring. All right. That is a 21 to hit. 21 hits. I need him to make a strength save. It is a 12. Uh, it's not showing. It says uh, spell DC, but this is part of my bow. So it doesn't tell me what my actual... If the bow doesn't give a DC itself, then you have to use what yours would naturally be. And when you're a fighter, it would be... 8 plus proficiency plus... Probably strength, I would think. Fighter... DC stat... Fighter class. Nope, not that. Is it? Doesn't he have spell DCs for his? Or are they all different? It says strength or dex. You can use either one. Okay, so it's eight plus strength or dex modifier plus proficiency. Yes. That's a, a fifteen. So eight plus two, and it's a plus, plus five. five? Yep. Okay, so fifteen. And I rolled a 12, so that is a fail. Okay, so you are restrained. Uh, and 
for every turn that you're restrained uh, on your turn, you take plus 1d6 damage. Uh, so I'll roll my damage for the shot. That is nine points of damage. Okay. And then I will end my turn. Yeah. So you said it was nine damage? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh... So the imp reappears over here. And then I started blasting. So you can <laughs> make your attack. When JD show up. Literally. Uh, for him, that is... Oh, uh, 18? 18 hits. In my head, JD is just Danny DeVito. 7 damage. Fire. Fire. Fire damage? Okay. It hits him, but doesn't seem to have any effect on him. Oh, any effect? Damn. Yeah. Thought maybe he was resistant. I didn't know he was immune. Um so the imp actually fires his own firebolt at <laughs> at the wizard hiding back behind the Whatever that is, crate or table, whatever. I leave me out of this. I didn't do nothing. Ooh, that's a horrible. It's a natural two. That is a that is a miss. I'm not even gonna look at the modifier. <laughs> that is definitely a miss. Uh, yeah, should have used Eldritch Blast. Right. Dang it! All right, so he. Uh... Who's back here? All right, Huck, your turn. What? It's even further out of range. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Come out, check your DM, please. Factual. That is very true. Jeez. Uh, uh, oh, wait, what do I have to do? Uh, well, poop. I, I guess I'm going to try. Um, magnified gravity. Okay. Yeah. On, on your boy. The that is general. DC 13. On which one? The, uh, the devil or the, the amp? The devil. On the oh, devil. Maybe. Let's see. That is con. No, 15. Sorry. 
Ooh. He has a very high uh, constitution modifier. But this, I'm not allowed to have other spells, man. <laughs> Jeez. Um, okay, yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, XR. Move. Uh, da, da. Oh, right there. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, actually, can I move around him to here? Um, yeah. I was. I'm. I was. I'm just confused by my big token. And so you were here, right? Or yes, yeah, so it's five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. There you get there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. I just want to be out of the way of, of Kitty Cat if he decides to charge. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna just take two uh, swipes at him. Okay, with advantage. He's restrained. Oh, nice. Let's go. I was like, what? Really? Yep. <laughs> uh, ooh, thank goodness. That's not much better. The first one was a natural two, and then a natural nine for 14 on the first hit. 14? Uh, yep. Misses. Yep. Dice going to dice jail. Goodbye. <laughs> Bad dice. All right, next one. Uh, uh, Give me something good. Oh my gosh. That was a nine and then a two. Oh gosh. That one go to dice jail too. All right. So two swings <laughs> and two misses. Yep. Should have used Eldridge Blast. <laughs> um, title of the episode Should have used Eldridge Blast. I think it's a good title. I think that uh, is, yeah. I'm going to. Look at the chain devil and in infernal. I'm gonna say, What are you? And I'll end my turn. Okay, uh, let's see, Prugwin. All right, so it is Prugwin's turn. All right, move up, try another guiding boat. Twelve, 12, 12 misses. You have, you have that inspiration too. Oh, that's right. I want to use my inspiration on that. Was that a D six? You said. Yeah. <laughs> Fourteen Extreme. still misses. Dang. Dang it! All right. Well, I tried. Alright, uh, Alaric. Can you put me right there? Uh, right there. Right there? Yeah. So, as you... As you rush... No, no, we'll, we'll, we'll let that go. Yeah, he gets there. Yeah. <laughs> what was... Never mind. <laughs> All right. Save, save that for later. All right. Uh, then he's gonna make a attack with his sword. All right. So how far did he run? <laughs> Thirty feet. Oh, through everybody. 
Yeah. Goodness. You can move through spaces, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, 30 feet, exactly. Yeah, that's um, I was like, I measured it. <laughs> uh, he's going to attack with Knight's Edge. Yep. Um, that is a 19 to hit. 19 hits? You have advantage. Oh, yeah, me. Uh, still a 19. Uh, I don't know. We're losing people. Get too late. Fine. Smite. Yep. That's a thing for him, right? That is a divine smite. Yeah. Um, I can't. Where? Where is divine smite on the things? Uh, I think it's under feats and abilities. Should be at the very bottom of his page, slide. On the front. There we go. Um, when you hit with a melee attack, two d eight, and then an additional one d eight, up to sixty eight. Which is this, he can't is, he can't get there. Yet, so yeah, is this uh, uh max of sixty eight? Was there undead is, or fiend? Is this a fiend or an undead? It is a fiend. Yes. So I get three d eight plus weapon. 3d8 plus whatever you if you pump it anymore yeah or if you're just doing level I one think, i think he's only got level ones okay so it's just 3d8 mm -hmm. yeah plus Eight. weapon yeah seven so 15 dang yeah uh 22 mm. and there's the one 23 <laughs> uh plus is four so 27 Damn. Damn. Seven total. Yep. Check. Is that all? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Siltors. Uh, I'm going to. Sorry, Pedwin. You're you're probably going to get real close to kitty cat balls. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's As not you here. start your turn. You kind of, I imagine you're you're backing up to pounce or something. I was gonna uh, run through Prugwin basically, but yeah. Um, as as you do that, you kind of start to back up and you look at the chain devil, and your your vision gets kind of blurry. And all of a sudden, it looks like your mother is standing there, reaching out to you, and she's like bleeding. It looks like she's been attacked. Just. So, Taurus, why did you let this happen to us? Why couldn't you save us? Why couldn't you save the tribe? And you just feel this fear kind of set in on you. I need you to make a... Wisdom saving throw. Mm. Uh, that would be... A 19... 19, 11 okay. 11 plus 8. That's a success. Eight. You just kind of shake it off, and as you do, you you see the the, vis the visage fails, and you see the chain devil. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna... I'm gonna run this way and do the old-school, like, wrestling, you know, going corner to corner, step up on the rope, <laughs> and then come back down to the... 
uh, demon and use my pounce. Okay, with advantage. With advantage because he's, well, because he's flanked and he's restrained and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, uh, 17 plus. That hits, right? 17 plus. Five. 17 plus five? Yeah, 22. 22 hits, yeah. Uh, four, five, six, seven damage. And he has to make the strength saving throw. Does being restrained check. do anything? Let me check. Uh, strength or dexterity or, or immediate fails. Oh, so he's just immediately knocked prone while restrained. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Cool. Change if I'm having a bad day. Then I'm gonna use my claw attack. Uh, and there is a natural 15 plus 5, 20, 30, 20. How much was it? 30? Dirty 20 for the dirty attack. 20 hits, yeah. And that okay. Did I get closer to max damage? Uh eight. Eight total. Eight. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, that'll be that'll be Kitty's turn. Yeah. So on his turn, he's going to stand back up. Can he do that while restrained? It doesn't say that he can't. It says your speed becomes zero, and if it takes half movement to stand up, well, half of zero is zero. So, <laughs> but don't you have to have something to be able to have it? That's a good point. I guess maybe he could. I, I don't, I don't know. F- F- zero Z. I never thought of it this, that way. This says this says a prone immobilized creature can stand up. I would, I would, I would think so. But I, I think you're just kind of wrapped up, and you could kind of wiggle your way up. Mm. But I don't know. <laughs> That's some good shit. Half a zero. Yeah, he stands. I, I just, I look at him like, what the fuck, Rick? Um, okay, so he's going to probably attack Alaric. I mean, because Alaric did the most damage to Alaric sitting behind a tower shield with a sword. Just. <laughs> That's a 19. Uh, also does he takes three damage oh sorry hold on i have a disadvantage yeah i so three damage yep oh that's that's so the, the first nine, one is a 19. the 19 didn't hit so 19 didn't hit i rolled it twice <laughs> second one this one's gonna miss two and that one's worse that's a 12. a large right. ac is ridiculous so now the two chains on either sides get to attack, and they don't have a disadvantage because they are technically separate entities from the creature. Uh, so. That is also a 19. <laughs> this other up. one is going to go at X, sire. Uh, that was a, is... a 19 to hit me, you said? No, no it's a yeah, six. Sixteen. Oh, oh uh, that misses. So, misses all the way around. 
I can't roll for anything. A large AC is like 21. Yeah, because he has a tower shield. <laughs> He's got a plus four shield. Yeah. Uh, Atreus. All right, Atreus is going to... Uh, Atreus is going to... Oh, gosh. That's not very good range. Uh, how close can I get? 30 is his movement. Was this Is this demon, like, bloody and nah. forget, forgot to put the red on him, or is he just still chilling? The one in the back? Although this one is bloodied for sure. Okay. I was yeah. like, we've done a lot of damage, and the red dot is not hit on he's, it. He's fine. He's just sitting here like, ah, what yes, you got? Three times the amount of HP as we thought. Right. Yeah, I, I'm just sad that he hasn't been able to do, do very much. <laughs> uh, he is going to move a little bit closer. So can he move to... Let's see, let's, actually, no, he can do it from here. Um, he's going to cast Bane on the Chain Devil. Okay. <laughs> so it's a charisma 14. This guy's got good charisma. Though, so. I bet devils are pretty charisma. That is a 13. No. So, no. so he is banged. There are yeah. those moments that Death you almost feel sorry for the DM because the dice are just not on their side. Just working against me, does not. So. In restrained and prone and banged. Uh, and then bonus action, uh, looking around, if I just look at everyone, is anyone looking rough that I can see? Um, if not, then I'm just going to cast a healing word. Not really. Level. All right, I'll cast a healing word at level one on um, Exire. Okay. So that is eight healing. All right, so we'll say Galen. Gonna fire off another arrow at the chain devil. Okay. That's a ten plus ten, so twenty to hit. Twenty hits, and you. Let me see. Does all attacks have advantage? It says all attacks, so nope. attack rolls against the creature have advantage, unless it ended. Does no, it? It's, one... it's one minute. He's restrained so, for a minute or until he breaks it. So usually there is a save at the end of his turn then. Yeah, right. so he should have saved at the end of his turn. So I get to so, roll a save? Yeah, for a DC 15. Okay. Strength. Yep, so. But aren't was... all strength, didn't you save when you're restrained, all strength saves are immediate spells? Strength checks, right? Strength. <laughs> There's there's no way there's a spell that is it is that double applies onto itself. Because if there is, I will rip it from the game. It will no longer exist. Right. <laughs> you can't there can't be a spell that immediately makes you I'm... fail any additional saves. I don't know. Now, you I could was... cast two spells that might do that. Well, that would allow that, but a spell that does it that upon itself doesn't. Um, what's the one that makes your intelligence a one? Enfeeble, or feeble mind? Feeble mind, because oh, then you uh... have to. Then every thirty days you get to roll an intelligence check, and you have to roll a natural twenty to pass. 
Jeez. Yeah, because something of your, crazy. Because of you have a one intelligence. Jeez. So if you ever fell it the first time, you're basically stuck. So this there. is is in ensnaring strike. Is that what it is? It. Uh, you have the bow says bow of ensnaring, and it bow shows. Of ensnaring. Um. Yeah, ensnaring. It says the arrow acts as a spell ensnaring strike. So yes, that's what it is. Ensnaring strike. Okay. All right. Mm hmm. This is what it is. Come restrained. Well, no. It says you can do it as an action. To to break it right creature restrained by vines oh no while restraining that target takes 1d6 damage at the start of each of its turns a creature restrained by the vines or one that it uh, one that can touch the creature can use an action to make a strength check against your spell save dc on a success the target is freed so you have to use an action to do it. Uh, Dark seeds the fall strip away. Yeah, so it's not at the end of his turn. It has to make it at. Uh, oh, this doesn't an say action. Uh, under the restraint thing, it doesn't say it's an auto fell either. It just says a creature has a disadvantage on dex saving throws. It actually doesn't. I don't think it's strength. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. 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 I don't, yeah, I don't see anything about that. I think I was looking there. at stunned there. Mm. Right oh, yeah. Creature automatically. Yeah, I see that. Yep, yep. So it's just decks. Right. Oh, okay. So I, I rolled with advantage on that, and uh, I'm still at dirty 20 to hit. Yeah, it hits. So. You rolled with. You said you rolled with disadvantage or advantage. No, no, you told me to roll with advantage, and when I rolled, okay, yeah, I didn't yeah. get higher than a dirty twenty. So okay, uh, that's eleven points to hit, or not eleven points to hit, eleven points of damage. Okay. And then I am going to uh, cast uh, my action surge to attack again. Okay. That is 19 plus 10. Does that hit? Uh, yes. 19 plus 10. Yeah. Yes. 29. Buff you're teasing that, me now. <laughs> and that is uh, bad things, 12 points of damage. Bad things can happen later from teasing the DM now. It, it's right. all right. Kill Galen. I'm fine with it. I still got JD. Holy <laughs> so so damage. 12. 12. 12. It's a long road between Baldur's Gate and here for JD. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. But what y'all don't know is he's just gonna magically vaporize it from one place to the other. You know, it's fine. All right. Anything else, Galen? That'll be my turn. All right. So on the M's turn, he is going to vanish. That son of a bitch. That damn imp. You <laughs> son of a bitch. 
All right. Uh, Huck, your turn. Well, now, now that the only guy that I could have possibly <laughs> has just bamped out. Hey, join the party. I'm getting whooped on too. <laughs> Like turns and starts shooting us just so he can hit somebody. <laughs> I'm gonna come over here behind. And I am going to throw everything I have into a magnified gravity. Not that it makes any difference, but cast. At level two. Okay. Bye. Don't. Don't save over 13. Please. <laughs> <laughs> really, please. I will be emasculated. All right. So it is a con saving throw. And I rolled a natural 14. Damn it. Plus a seven, so it's a twenty-one. No. <laughs> Jeez. It's it's still what six damage, right? Even with the six. It is half damage, right? So uh, six damage. <laughs> still alive. I contributed. You did. <laughs> okay, that's it. I think you've done more damage than me. So. <laughs> and I have a chain devil. <laughs> All right, XR. All right, uh, two attacks. Goodness, uh, the first one's at 22 to hit. Okay. So. And the second one's at 23 to hit. And both hit. You have advantage on both. Yeah, that was with advantage. Okay. All right, and so that's going to be. Uh, the first one is nine slashing. Okay, how would you like no, to sorry. do this oh. before you even roll the damage? <laughs> I was going to say, that was like 11 slashing. Um, I want to take both of my swords. Uh, first first hit, I want to like cut them behind the knee to bring them down to one knee. Okay. Second hit, I want to take both of them and like execution style, cut his head off. Okay. So you... Uh... You kind of spin around and slash both of its kneecaps from behind. It just falls down to its knees. And as you spin up, you kind of pull your blades back across each other on the back of its head. The head, the head goes flying over uh, your cat friend and onto the floor. Uh, can, can I do the uh, the cat thing and like flip backwards onto my back and start trying to fall at it? Uh, you. You can roll a performance check if you'd like to. I'm gonna take my. Uh, I'm gonna take my. Because that's what ancestral. that is—the performance. <laughs> I'm gonna take my ancestral scimitar and just like stab it into the devil and leave it there. Okay. See if it absorbs anything. You just feel it kind of really get warm in your hand. As enough, um, tigers have the same charisma as Siltorus. <laughs> and you flop around like a suit. Yeah, they're like, oh. <laughs> All 
I don't know why, but when the chain devil's head comes off, I immediately imagine that instead of blood, it just spurts like little chains. Chains. <laughs> just little <laughs> chains start shooting up. Do the chains go away when it dies, or are the chains still there? So as as it falls to the ground, um, you kind of get your blade in it, mm-hmm. and you feel it just kind of like radiating heat into your hand, and then all of a sudden it just kind of goes, it kind of pulls back free as the whole body turns to ash, hits the floor, and the head just goes, as you're batting it up in the air, ash just rains down all over you. (laughs) And all of the chains just fall to the floor and become ash on the floor. Uh, We still have an imp around here somewhere. Eyes open. Yes. Prevalent? Not here. Who's Prevalent? Uses a find in spell. <laughs> he, he holds looking um, around. <laughs> what's the what's the cantrip? Sacred flame. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just say he holds. Well, that's is that fire or radiant? It. That's radiant. Isn't it? It's radiant, right? Yeah. It's a radiant flame. Yeah, he holds oh. sacred flame then. Alark. Yes. Alark can tell that it the imp is still nearby. Uh that's about it. He holds melee attacks in case the imp comes close because he doesn't have anything but fire and spells. Alright, so Doris. Uh I will drop form. As a bonus action, mm-hmm. and I will hold Thorny Whip. <laughs> Let's get Thorny with it. Yeah. Thorny with it. Okay. Uh, Atreus. Atreus will do. <laughs> this is gonna show back up and just. <laughs> yeah, Atreus is just gonna hold a crossbow attack for when the imp appears. Uh, okay. He's gonna move up to. You move up to like right here. Okay. And just hold the crossbow attack. Everybody's just kind of looking around to see where this thing's at. All right, uh, Galen. Galen is also going to hold an action to fire an arrow the mummy sees them. Okay. And yeah. it's gone. <laughs> Went back to hell. Ran away. Hides <laughs> under the table. Let me look up something real quick just to see what Alark can actually tell. What is yeah, I, I have no clue. Is metamorphosis of an imp. Creature until the spell ends, you deal an extra d6 damage to the target whenever you hit it with a weapon attack and you have advantage on wisdom perception check or wisdom survival check you make to find it. If the target drops to zero, you can move the spell, yada yada. It lasts for an hour. It also has, right. it's a concentration. He has Hunter's Mark on it, right? Yeah. He does, yes. Alright, so Huck. Oh, the imp doesn't do anything, huh? Nope. Cool. Uh, 
I'm going to go close to his last known location mm-hmm. and also hold uh, my last remaining magnified gravity spell. Okay. XR. Uh, is there some kind of check I can make if I move over to like, here and make a check to see if I can, I don't know, determine if the imp is still around you can't you can make a perception check use your action to make a perception check but you have to do it with disadvantage since it is invisible yeah i'm not very good at perceiving things that's the problem got it boys two two 11s uh so 13 13 now i mean you you don't really sense anything up there um as you're kind of just lumbering over there in your large form yep (laughs) uh you don't really you you don't hear any like you don't hear the movement of its wings or anything like that um so you don't you don't think it's up there unless it's hiding somewhere Hmm. i don't think it's here but i could be wrong but I'm very big right now. Uh, that's it. Turn it right. So, uh, Frogwin Turk. Frogwin holds Sacred Flame. Well, I'm sorry, not Turk. Alaric, rather. Place yeah, Frogwin holds Sacred Flame. Alaric, I'll have Perceive. Okay. Try to try to find him. Because he has advantage as the hunters. Uh, night. Uh, just a perception, right? It it would be a straight roll if you're doing perception because oh. it is invisible. I I will re-roll then because I rolled. But you have already. you have advantage, so it makes it just yeah. one a straight roll. So I'll, I'll re-roll then because I rolled two, and that's not <laughs> okay. Fair to be like I'm gonna. Pick which uh, one I like. Yeah. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, so, Alaric uh, moves over in this direction. Is just like looking around, but doesn't seem to doesn't seem to feel its presence in the room anymore. Damn it. Okay. All right, so Taurus. Just to be safe, I'm going to throw a fairy fire right here by the door. Okay. On the side that he would be coming from. Okay. What's the if size? Were, uh, if you're trying to get up. Uh, duh, duh, duh. It is a 20-foot cube. Look right there. Uh, that's a 10-foot cube. That's a 20-foot cube, right? Yeah, so I would, I wouldn't have it going into the wall though. Yeah, okay. like there. Okay. Just see if I catch him as he's trying to get out the door. Okay. You don't see uh, anything immediately. Does he? I'm assuming he's not there. If he's not even making the save. <laughs> you, yeah, no. you don't. You don't see anything like so, with glitter on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I. I think uh, 
I think maybe he left. Yes. Mm. Okay, so at the end of that round, we're going to just um, end combat there. As you don't have any visible combatants. So you just tell me what your uh, what your intentions are and what you're doing. I'm walking up to where the girl mm -hmm. was at when she was re and I'm seeing if the book is still there. Okay. That she was I assume she was holding it, chanting out of it. Yep, just roll a perception check as you're going up there looking around. Looks like there's an altar with some scrolls on it. Does Chain Devil Ash disappear when it when it trends, like hits the floor? Anyone? The ash is still there. I'm gonna go scoop some up. Make okay. Up. Can I? Uh, I'm gonna start turning the room over and looking for loot. Okay. Just roll an investigation check as you're going through different things. Uh, perception, you don't find the book up there. It's a 21 investigation, sir. Okay. 21, as you're kind of looking through, um, most of the stuff down here looks to be old, decrepit junk. Even the armor, suits of armor that are on the sides are like rusted and of no use. Um... You do find what looks to be a journal over on the table in the top right-hand corner. Okay. I want to I'll pick it up and open it up. Okay. As you're kind of flipping through it, uh, you just read various passages. It it talks about how the girl only has her mother and that her mother works constantly just to provide her tuition to this school because of her gifts and then as you read on it it tells about how she has no friends she doesn't she can't make any friends you read entries of how these kids have basically tortured her and as you read on, it gets darker and darker as it becomes more of her taking, you know, vengeance upon these kids. Um, yeah. And then it starts laying out this plan of how she's going to, how she is snuck in and took the book and replaced it with a replica. Um, she talks about uh, Jalen and how that seems to be the only person that she can talk to and finally it goes back to she has used the book and trying to summon a protector but with all that appeared was this imp by the name of 
Tegan. And it goes on to say, he's promised me that he can provide me with someone that will protect me. Does there, is there anything in her journal that would be anything with like how she summoned Tegan that I could potentially try to recreate? It doesn't actually reference the exact summoning ritual. It just says she used something out of that book that that is now missing. And it doesn't say anything about where she had the book or, or anything like that, where she was keeping it. Mm, no, it sounded from a reading, it sounded like maybe she has summoned this thing down here, like okay. in this place. Um, it seems to be her like little getaway place. So, all right, I'll uh, turn and relay that information to everyone and say, uh, seems like our other friend here was named Tegan. I'll look around and say, uh, Tegan. <laughs> It's all right now, Tegan. Come on out. We just want to talk. Oh boy, I thought y'all wanted to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I said that in Inferno, by the way. <laughs> no response. Mm. Also, how long does Enlarge last? <laughs> yeah, am I still a big boy? For me, you're always big boy. He's got this, he's got this little tiny book reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to say it's only a minute. Yeah, yeah okay. the, he would be the minute. He so would be back, down to back normal to size. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone else wants to take a look through this journal, but it seems like, um, you know, is it a smooth transition back, or does various body parts like shrink at different times? It, the probably. arm shrinks first, yeah, and probably. <laughs> Tiny head, big body. And yeah. then it's awkward because his body shrinks before the weapons do, so he he like falls like, forward <laughs> holding these two giant weapons. Very good. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Just wait till I reduce him later. Ooh, baby. So, yeah. It it, uh, it seems that all of our you know, everything we knew about this story was correct and corroborated in this journal. That she kept uh seems like Jalen was telling the truth about the bullying and torment these four put her through and the ritual that she wanted to uh to carry out to summon herself a protector from them. You just don't think she foresaw herself being a sacrifice as well. Mike could have saved them all and tried to fix this if uh, Jalen hadn't have been beating around the bush the entire time we were talking with him. Well, yes. But, uh... Because nobody deserves to die that way. No. Especially not a child. But there's nothing we can do about it now. Oh, I know. It's saddening. It is. I think we should, um, 
head back up topside. Unless there's anything else you want to see down here. I, I mean, I, I don't really think that uh, we really need to have the authorities get Jalen either. Uh, with with the evidence you have in the book, she she took matters into her own hands. She didn't, you know, accuse him really of anything other than you didn't accuse him, but it's because of him that she found out these things. Yeah, he did incriminate himself by right. Spread, he he gave her all the information to pull all of this stuff off. But there's no way that he knew enough information on how to break the lock to get the book. See, that's where I'm. I mean, we saw the headmaster wave his hand. And if she was powerful enough to get into that case without triggering any arcane alarm mechanisms or anything protecting that, uh, I just find it difficult to believe that. uh, she was I don't know acting ended, alone acting alone or ended so quickly by that devil who didn't foresee maybe she was just naive but at the very least she was either very powerful very stupid or both and possibly not alone yeah I mean the, the teacher said there's only select few that have the ability to open that box mm-hmm. so Wouldn't one of them either open the box for her or she learned it from one of them. Very possible. What was that, Huck? Couldn't the imp have been the one aiding her through all this? And she, duped her she summoned. And, huh? She summoned the imp through before or after the book. It seems from the journal oh, here that she. I thought the book was the, for the chain devil. Well, it seems here that she obtained the book, and then from it summoned the imp, and the imp. Help to guide her through the summoning process. Yeah. Uh, it still doesn't explain how she got this book. If, if she could have done it alone, then can I say I, I don't know that she would be naive enough to. Well, per, perhaps she was, but I I think. Uh, Maybe we can go ask Jalen a few more questions. He did say he is a hobbyist in the dark arts, reading and researching. I I find it hard to believe that he didn't try to warn her that these types of magics often come at a price. Didn't try to prepare her for what could transpire. Yes, let's take a look at his books, see what he's been reading up on. I think it's a great idea. So as you guys are talking, you hear from the door. Uh Uh-oh. You guys just turn to look and you see a dwarf standing in the door. Just got his legs kind of crossed at the ankles and his arms crossed, leaning up against the door frame. Hmm. Big bushy beard, um, wearing like dark leather armor. Was, <laughs> d- does he look like the one who is staring? Probably, probably points, and he turns around, and looks at you, goes smiling. 
Ah. Well, well, guys, there's either more than one way into this place, or they don't do a very good job at listening in the cathedral. There's several ways into most places, Master Elf. And, uh, you are? My name. My name is Raz. Do you have any grenades on him? <laughs> you can roll a perception check to see what he's got on his, uh... I hip. knew a dwarf once. Looks like you boys uh, have wrapped up everything down here. Beat me to the punch, just by a hair. Raz, is there a reason that you've been keeping an eye on us? Well, anyone that's strange coming into Daggerford, I'd like to keep an eye on them. Make sure they're not up to any trouble. And aren't you up to any trouble? Well, I'm up to all sorts of trouble. What business did you have down here with a devil, Raz? Same as yours. That little gnome paid us off to uh, take care of this. Oh, you're the mercenaries from the Smiling Dragon. The ones he thought took the money and ran. That'd be us. Are there more of you? They're looking around going... Us. I only see one. Not here. Just me. This was a recon mission. So, so what sway do you hold over five and to make <laughs> him so scared to ran and hid from us? Five and was told to hide so that he wouldn't spill the beans. You guys dialed in on him pretty quickly. He's uh, he's very green, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, you, no. should, you should definitely pick your your lackeys a little better on being able to hold their tongue and their nerve. Well, we all need training. One so time or this, another. This recon mission of yours would have gone pretty poorly for you then. Seems like you were not prepared for the timeline. Uh, hmm. The devil Maybe. would Possibly. have... What was that perception check? <laughs> uh, 15 plus 7, uh, 22. You see various pouches around, and as he kind of turns to the side, you see, like, things with little fuses on them sticking Which out of his belt. Is it this campaign we've seen dynamite before? No, and the other one. That's Sunday's. Yeah. Well, I've got a few tricks up my sleeves, but uh, glad you boys were down here. Well, listen, Raz, sorry we uh, beat you to the punch, but uh, seeing as you've had your eye on us for you know, a few days now, I feel like you at least owe us a drink and a conversation. Sure. Why don't you uh, go collect your reward and uh, maybe you can buy me a drink. Sounds fair. I mean, you did take their money already. <laughs> Can't trick an elf, can you? Uh, <laughs> all right, drinks are on me. 
Meet us at uh, the Bandit House Bat. Give us, say, two hours. All right. Uh, tell tell Maya Lee that uh, to be expecting me. We'll do that. <laughs> he kind of just rolls around the side of the uh, doorway and vanishes. You guys are left standing in this room, not really feeling successful. I mean, you feel like you've stopped something terrible that could have wreaked havoc on the city, but at the cost of the children. And now you have this new character who's reappeared, throwing more questions into your head. So. You guys pack up and start making your way back up to the surface, and we'll pick up there next time. You guys go for uh, a drink with Raz. So, Alright, uh, we ran late into the evening, but uh, it's pretty fun. I wish the Chain Devil could have had a little more impact. But, Sorry, uh, miss. <laughs> hey, that's how the dice treats you sometimes. I, I kind of had him locked down. It just, <laughs> yeah, it, the dice work against you. Sometimes they work for you, so. That's right. That's how it rolls. Um, all right, so we'll see everybody um, for this campaign two weeks from now on Saturday. And we've got our other campaign next Sunday coming up. So, And if you're into retro gaming, come check me and Clan Diesel out on Monday. Hopefully his side is feeling better. And uh, as Clan Diesel says, never trust a vampire. So... <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, guys? That it is. Nope. Before we sign off. All right. Well, uh, we'll see everybody next time. See you. Take it easy, guys. Also, I just looked at the date. 